Everybody, welcome back. That's just this week. This fucking week is just like that. Oh my god! Batman News Weekly episode one hundred and seven. Everybody in year three. So if you're curious, like, hey guys, why is the podcast late? Uh, we're recording this on Saturday. We normally record on Thursdays, and we're uploaded on Fridays. Sometimes we're uploaded Thursday night. But I've had the craziest fucking week. If you guys follow me on my YouTube. You've probably already seen one part of this story, which is the saddest part of this story. But essentially, on Wednesday, there was this super thunderstorm that was happening in our city or whatever. And I was awoken up Wednesday morning at the loudest sound I've ever fucking heard. And I thought it was just an extremely loud thunder. And I didn't really pay too much attention to this because like a few months back when we were having thunderstorms too... I experienced a really loud thunder and it like freaked me out because of my anxiety, like so much that I had to put on my old work headphones to like drown out the sound of the rain. Oh, like fuck. it was bad. And so like my anxiety was through the roof and I was like, you know what? It's probably that again, you know, cause I'm sensitive to everything now. So I'm just like, it was probably that didn't worry about it, but it woke up my whole house and we found out later and knocked some shit off the walls that we didn't notice. So like, I was like, this was loud. And so, like, I was up or whatever, and, of course, I was going through Reddit and all this shit, and then I was like, you know, I'm going to try to go back to sleep. And then all these sirens start happening. And I'm like, what the fuck's happening? And my, fam- my family's like, oh, there's people at the neighbor's house. And every time this happens, I think somebody got murdered. When there's, like, so many trucks, I think it's, like, a murder scene, right? Because it was cops, EMS, ambulance. Like, it was at least four vehicles. And I was like, what the fuck? And uh, when I've called 911, it's usually, like, the fire truck that shows up. And then, like, an ambulance later. Cops usually never show up. So I was just like, oh, fuck. It's fucking a murder scene. But uh, it turns out my neighbor, his fucking house got hit by lightning. And that's what, what the fucking sound was. And I was like, what? And uh, it literally, like, blew off a corner of their roof. Like, that's how powerful this lightning was. Like, it was just chunks of wood and shit. So I was like, holy crap. And that explained why our power went out. I'm... If you've lived in Texas, especially this year, your power just goes out nowadays because we have the shit. It fucking grid. sucks. Yeah. So your power just goes out and you're just like, all right, whatever. Well, uh, it turns out that our power was out for like five hours. And we were like, holy shit. Like we saw like the energy company running around and all that jazz around the neighborhood. And we finally get our power back on. And I noticed our internet's out. And I'm like, holy shit. I was like, that sucks. So the lightning blew out our internet box. So I had to get another, of course, like we, when you deal with internet companies now, nobody comes out anymore. Nobody fucking comes out. They well, send you it's, shit. it's so funny that you say that. Cause you even, you said this in your video also. Yeah. Um, but I, I had to deal with that when I moved into this apartment. Right. And I was like, what the fuck? But then it dawned on me. We both used to work at call centers. I specifically yeah. worked for one for internet. Um, and I'm like, Oh, I know exactly why they do this, because now the customer can no longer blame anybody that comes out. It's literally you yourself that's dealing with this shit. So if you fuck up, you're the fuck up, not the company. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I also think it's because half the time, I mean, we've dealt with incompetent people at our old job all the time. I think it's just a lot. It's there's always simple fixes and people just want somebody to do shit for them. So, like, Mm -hmm. I understand it and I get it. But like, 
it, it just fucking sucked because what ended up happening was I was like, all right, you're going to send me another thing. I was like, are you going to give me some kind of compensation? Because I'm, I'm paying for this service and I'm not going to have it for a day or two. And they were like, yeah, we'll give you like four days worth. And I'm like, okay, cool. Fuck it. Whatever. I'll be out with it for 24 hours. No biggie. Um, turns out I get the box the next day, fucking set it up. Our wireless access point was also fried. And they didn't bother to be like, is all your other equipment good? So, like, this other little box that I needed to, to, to make our TVs work, fried as well. And they're like, oh, that's going to take two days to get set out. <laughs> and I'm like, motherfuckers. So, it's like they knew that I was going to actually need four days of fucking free shit. And so, like, I got that this morning, right before this podcast is what I was setting back up as I was setting up our TVs. One of them still doesn't work. So, I'm just like, oh, my God. I don't give a shit about any of that. Because... I was like, I told my parents about this. I was like, yo, I was like, we're going to be out without TVs because they're the ones that use them. And as I'm doing it, they're like, oh, yeah, our the coffee machine blew out. And uh, like they have some like nice couches and stuff. And they have like electric motors in them that blew out. And I'm just like, I was all bro. (laughs) And so a lot of like little shit blew out. Um, And so they were like, and I was like, man, that sucks. I was like, y'all guys should have had everything in surge protectors. And I come to my room because I had already checked all my shit. I was like, my PC turns on, my Elgato, like everything turned on. My lights, my fucking nano leaves, which the nano leaves were plugged straight into the wall. So I'm surprised those didn't blow out. But like everything else was in search protectors and was good. And I'm like, fine. I was like, I'm good. And then so I'm like, all right, let me just come home. I'm going to start working on some fucking content. And I hit the button for my PlayStation and it doesn't turn on. And I'm all like... <laughs> I was like, wait, 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 wait. I was like, no, I was all PlayStation does this. Like when there's a power outage, you have to reset the thing. Like for some reason, it takes forever to reset sometimes. And yeah, I'm like, no, I, I even told you, I was like, oh, no, yeah. it's it's all good. Like it's happened to me before. You just have yeah. to press the button and hold it down. It resets it. You're good. And you're like, yeah, I've already done that. I was like, oh, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I've already unplugged it. I've already plugged it back in. I fucking held the button for like a minute straight and like. I've done everything and everybody's like, oh, you got to put it in safe mode. I was like, dude, I don't even get a screen to go to safe mode. Like, that's how bad this is. And I'm like, I got I was like, it hasn't been a year. I got a warranty. And I look in the fucking frying print and it says, does not cover acts of God. And I'm just like, oh, no. So like, <laughs> it's fucking sucks. So essentially, and then, of course, fucking icing on the cake. And it doesn't even matter if this was going to be the case anyways. It's not worth it to go through the homeowner's insurance because they're like, it's tw- like 2,500 bucks. And like everything we have combined together wouldn't equal 2,500. So it's like, there's no fucking point. Damn. And um, so that fucking blows. But even if they did cover everything, I couldn't find a PS5 to save my life right now. So I've, so I recently started following this guy on Twitter. Mm-hmm. He, he constantly freaking just updates, he tweets, every fucking five minutes or so but he shoots out deals for nintendo for playstation for xbox but recently he's been shooting out the like oh playstation's about to set up a queue for ps5s Mm. so like they're still doing it they're still trying to get people to purchase ps5s but i just saw an article literally yesterday it's like oh we're nearing the one year of the ps5 and they are still harder to get than anything else 
Which, I mean, if you're a PC fan, like, it sucks. Because if you're a PlayStation fanboy, that's clout and misery at the same time. Because you're like, look, bro, how fucking good is our system? You can't even get one. That's how good it is because it's so fucking popular. But then if you're a PS... If you're a fanboy that doesn't have one, you're like, man, I can't fucking get a PS5. Like, what the fuck? This is bullshit. <laughs> like, it fucking sucks. I mean, because you you bought that one at its regular price, right? Yeah. The, the I've one never that you, bought one. I've never bought one, like, priced that, up. Yeah, that was it's priced up. I think one of my co-hosts for a different show actually said that his neighbor bought a PS5 for, like, $1,000. I sold mine, my first one that I got from Amazon, which we were at work when I luckily bought it. <laughs> I got that, and I sold that for nine sixty. So, Jeez. like, yeah, it was insane. And I know a lot of people are like, "Oh, scalper, scalper." I was like, I had one. I gave up mine. Like, I understand if you buy you gave like twenty digital one. That's yeah. the- <laughs> well, no, 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 it wasn't digital. That's why I sold it. Oh, that, okay, yeah, 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 that's right, uh, that's right. Digital cheaper. Like, I was like, yeah. why would I spend an extra hundred bucks when I don't even want this? Um, which in hindsight, now that it blew out, my GTA is stuck in my fucking PS5. So I can't even play it on PS4. I'm just like, this fucking sucks. So my my favorite game of all time is stuck in my broken PS5. Um, I know I could take the things off and like take it apart, but if I'm sending it back to PlayStation, I don't want to fuck with anything because they can be like, oh, this has been altered. Like we're not going to just be like, Hey, um, can you fix my PS5 and uh, make sure GTA is good to go? <laughs> well, they're, uh, apparently they say anything that's stuck in the console or your console should come back the same way because you have games and shit on it. So they, yeah. they're not going to just give you a new one. I mean, I wouldn't mind a new one, but like <laughs> um, it is just it is what it is. So I'm going to attempt to send it to them and if, like because I don't know if they can tell. I don't know if it's like a cell phone, right? Like, oh, this got dropped in water. You yeah. know what I mean? Like if a power box goes out, is it just the same thing? Like, how do you know? So I'm going to attempt to do it. I'm not holding my breath, but I'm going to attempt it. Like, why not? You know, I mean, the worst thing is they just send it back. All yeah. Right, sorry. You know, fuck it. Um, so, yeah, that was my week, ladies and gentlemen. So this happened on Wednesday. I didn't have Internet. Uh, I get Internet midway through Thursday and I'm telling Clay, I'm like, hey, I just got to set up my Internet. We're going to be good. It takes me about an hour to get this Internet going because of it's just like ridiculous. And that's when I find out about my PlayStation. I'm like, dude, I'm too drained to fucking record. I was like, I can't record. Like, I'm just done. Like, I can't do it. And then um, I think you, I'm assuming you worked Friday. That's why we, you couldn't record till five. Yeah, I was working on Friday. And then later on uh, throughout the day, I think it was around eight o'clock our time. Um, I was recording a review for Venom 2. Yeah. So. Oh, okay. Um, so yeah, so I usually stream on Fridays. So I told Clay, I was like, Hey, let's just try to record Saturday or something because I want to try to stream. Uh, I ended up falling asleep and then I just ended up doing a late stream. I was like, fuck, I did like a nine after nine o'clock stream, which wasn't bad. It's been a week, you know, uh, dude, dude, can you imagine this is a week when I didn't have really bad anxiety, which was fucking insane. (laughs) So like if I would have had anxiety, this would have been the worst fucking week um but i've been i've had little instances where i feel like i'm just getting really stressed because of everything but for the most part i've been okay Um, oh yeah no i i totally feel the same way right now i'm working on the first project of my new class that started this week and it's like hey this is the first like class that's gonna be like starting my portfolio for when i graduate and they're like okay build a song from the ground up (laughs) i was like fuck (laughs) and it's like i i I'm 
it's a audio engineering class that like is focusing on music, but it's not necessarily only for music. Yeah. Which is why I went there like, or taking this class degree, whatever schedule type thing. I hate building music. Like it's just yeah. one thing that I don't like. Like wow. if they, if they would have told me, Oh yeah. Create this like scenario audio drama thing. That would, that could be easy. I could put it in whatever sound they need me to. And then boom, I would be able to do it. It's just yeah. music for some reason. It just like overwhelms me. Cause I'm like, I'm not musically inclined. I don't yeah. know like notes. I don't know chords. I don't know any of this stuff. And like, it doesn't help me at all at the fact that they're like, Oh, by the way, you don't need to be a musical genius. You don't need to know any of this stuff. You just need to know how to follow instructions. I'm like, yeah, it's all yeah, go fuck yourself. <laughs> No, I feel that, man, because like I I've always wanted to make music, but I know I'm not good at it. But I think it's like that's how everything starts off. Right. Like you're always not good at it. And even if you do think you're good at it, you learn over time. You're not good at it. Like, oh, yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah. Because God. I completely bullshitted this project like like I want to say like three weeks ago, they're mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, just do this and just start adding stuff. And, hey, you don't need to know how to play the chords. Just do whatever sounds good. I'm like, I'm literally like with my right hand right on my keyboard, just like fucking pressing buttons, <laughs> not knowing how to do yeah. shit. And it's, it sounds uh, horrible. Like I, I know that it sounds horrible. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, well, they told me to do it. I'm just going to turn it in. And they're like, good job. <laughs> It's that SpongeBob episode with Mr. Krabs when he's on hold. He's all beep beep boop up, boop 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 beep boop up. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, yeah, we're 13 minutes in and we haven't talked Batman, and that's because there's not a lot to talk about this week. No, like not. I mean, we're gonna talk about Titans and comics for a majority of this podcast um because one episode three of the audio adventure didn't come out i don't know if there's a schedule for this or how it's gonna work but there was no episode three so we can't cover episode three for you we don't even know when episode three is gonna come out uh i even checked before this to see if i just missed it because i was gonna be like you know what i can't cover it i don't have time and it wasn't there so there is no episode three the only other bit of news that came out this week, there was some articles about like Zoe Kravitz transformation into like the Catwoman character, but I didn't really see much there to really like go off. Yeah, no, that. it's just training and stuff. But I guess the biggest thing from the week that everybody's been talking about is Robert Pattinson has said that he's seen some of the movie, which I guess he hasn't seen all of it, um, which is weird that some people have seen the whole movie. Uh, but I know that there are like these underground groups that will watch like the first version and see like, oh, it kind of sucks. And then they'll change shit. And then yeah. like, that'll be the theater release or whatever. So that's probably why Pattinson hasn't seen it. Um, he's, I always feel like Pattinson's probably somebody that doesn't want to see his own performances anyways. So I just I can see that. Yeah. Um, but he came out and this was from Variety. So a well-known article. They were I don't What were they promoting? They were like on the red carpet or something. Um, I am not entirely sure because I mean, it may have been the red carpet. Well, no, I was going to say red carpet. Oh, you know what? I think it was the red carpet for James Bond. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which Daniel Craig, man, uh, you, you see his comments a while back about the whole he, he actually makes sense. But I was like, I'm surprised he didn't get canceled more for it. Oh, the Where, uh, the why can't there be a woman character that's just yeah. as good as as James Bond? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. the way it's the way it comes out sounds terrible, right? He was like, "I don't think there should oh, be one." One hundred percent. I was like, "Wait, 
are we supposed to be mad about this? Yeah. I'm, I'm not entirely sure. <laughs> yeah, because the way it sounds, he basically said he, he doesn't think so. They should just make new characters for women and people of color, which is 100% true. Yes. Um, I still don't think it really matters for James Bond. Like, James Bond shouldn't always just be a white guy. Like, it's it's an agent name. So Yeah, you can I, I that. think that it, I think it can be played by anybody. Yeah, but at the same time, as we've talked about it on this podcast, there are, when you do things just to do them for publicity or diversity, like, not diversity's sake, but as, like, pandering, that's when it comes off as, like, really shit. If you were to build a new person of color, like maybe over the next two bond films or something like that. Maybe he's a, like a below agent or I don't know how all the bond shit works. Like is 008 better than 007? Like, I don't understand like how that works. I Um, used like, I I remember asking the question and I remember somebody answering me, but I don't remember like to be completely honest. So either way, I think you can build a character that way. And then you pass the mantle onto like maybe bond dies. Has bond ever died in a film? I don't know. Yeah, because there's like, isn't there like 20 or 30 films? He should. And then you bring on a new 007. Yeah. That would be cool. That's a good story. After 20 films, if you haven't done that, how about you kill Bond? Like, that might make sense. Anyways, Robert Pattinson says that fandom, where this is going to be all over the place today. It's been that kind of week. Um, that there's going to be some really cool surprises at fandom. So that's essentially what he says. Um, and that's the biggest news of the week. What do you think these surprises are going to be? He says that him and Zoe filmed a little, a little something. Is er, him fucking on the Batmobile? So everybody <laughs> fucking said it. Everybody was like, "Oh, I bet you did." Yeah. yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. But I, I think the surprise is, of course, another trailer. Um, I think we will get another trailer with new footage. Um, I think we will get a first look at a possible tease at Catwoman suit because a weird part of me still thinks she doesn't get a suit in this movie. Um, yeah, I'm kind of uh, remember we had those original rumors of like Batman's going to get a second suit. I don't think that's going to happen. You don't think so? No, I don't think he gets another suit unless it's like at the very, very end and his suit got blown up in an explosion or something like that. But it's like a post credit scene and it's like the No, I could see it right at the end, kind of like the way the Dark Knight ends, how he's like running away over a montage or something like. I oh, yeah. That. Um, but I don't I don't think it's going to be like midway through the film and he gets a new suit. It's going to be like at the end where he's like, I am Batman now. You know what I mean? Like that where yeah. he solidifies that he's Batman because right now he's still like a rookie. Right. So that's true. Yeah. 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 yeah I, I expect that. I think that there will be like kind of like the back and forth that Matt Reeves had with the host of DC fandom. Yeah. Uh, the only I thing think that it, was good, like the only good interview out of, out of fandom. Basically, basically yeah. I think uh, Pattinson and Kravitz will have that kind of interview. Like they will talk to each other and, and talk about their favorite parts of like filming the movie and stuff like that. Um, gosh, do you think, We've already got like a first look at the Batmobile. We it could be all those spinoffs. Oh yeah, that's true. We could get like an actual confirmation on those mm-hmm. on the actual spinoff stuff, the HBO Max stuff. Out of yeah. all of them, if you're gonna have Kravitz there, I hope she says she's getting her own movie. 
Because I mean, a high I would, I would, I would be down. Event. I would, I'd be Even down for if that. It's just on HBO Max. Like that's a yeah. that's a good thing about HBO Max is you don't need to have these big bot, you know, big budget blockbusters anymore. Because like, dude, uh, a Catwoman heist movie on like a Joker budget, like that would be good. Like seventy yeah. million. Uh, yeah, I think that's like solid. Because you don't, she doesn't need to fight somebody supernatural. It could be like Black Mask or, you know, so, I mean, we already saw what happened to him, but you know what I mean? It, it's not the same universe, so it doesn't matter. Um, it could be somebody like that. Um, but, you know, you know what? It was funny. I recently, I was, I don't know. Oh, I was going through my old YouTube videos because like uh, on stream, I've been trying to get suggestions on like what people think I can do or make better on my content. And I saw the old video I did of me like wanting Isa Gonzalez as Catwoman because she had the Catwoman costume on for Halloween. She looks so good. I really hope they can <laughs> Gotham City Sirens and bring her in because she looks so good as Catwoman. And I'm just like, I want her to come in. Like, I don't care. Like, just fucking do Gotham City Sirens with her as Catwoman. I mean, like, fucking do it. Because I haven't heard from her in forever. Like, I don't know what she's doing nowadays. The last thing I saw her in was Godzilla vs. Kong. <laughs> yeah. And that was probably her biggest role. Like, and she wasn't even in it that long. No, no. But you're probably right. Like, as far as like. Yeah, she because. She Bloodshot that much either. No, she was like, a very small role in Bloodshot. Very minimum. I think if they do Hobbs and Shaw 2, she'll probably have a bigger role. I feel like she'd come back for Hobbit Shots. Oh, yeah, she was in there. She I was forgot that was, one, that, was, that was on your checklist of, yeah. hey, we need to go see this because it's Fast <laughs> and Furious and Isa Gonzalez. Yeah. yeah, nobody can tell me that I'm not somebody that supports the Latinos in the film industry because I've seen some <laughs> bad movies for them. And it's mostly oh, Isa Gonzalez, so I'm not going to lie. Um, but, I mean, I would probably go see more if COVID was, wasn't happening, but, you know, for the what it is for what it is. By the way, since this is a nothing but tangent sideshow right now, um squid game on netflix solid fucking show oh really uh, put it on your list so do not watch it dubbed because i am a proponent of dubbed but dubbed in anime is like it's watchable dubbed in fucking like live action is just not watchable like it's so weird and it just doesn't work um so don't watch it dubbed watch it fucking subbed uh, with the actual Korean voice actors and the subtitles. Of the I've seen some clips on Twitter already, and I'm just like, what the fuck is this show? Dude, it's it's relatable with like the current world um, situations is all I'm going to say. And dude, the character development in it is fucking fantastic. Although, although this is all I'm going to say, and I'm going to tie it to comics. After I finished it, like the whole, I was loving it. But then I got Tom Taylor vibes at the end because I don't know if it stuck the landing. So Oof. that's all I'll say. But, but it, you can interpret it how you want because I'm still thinking about it. And you can question yeah. if you're still thinking about a show at the end of it, that might be a That's win. good. Yeah. 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 I, so I think that's I just, always good. I may not just agree with it, but mm. I don't hate it. I just, I'm like, mm, I don't know. Um, but up until the ending, I'm just like, God damn, it's good. <laughs> so like, don't sleep on subtitled shows, like watch fucking squid game. Apparently it's one of Netflix's like biggest shows, like almost ever, but they don't have the data yet, but it's like fucking popular as fuck. What, uh, how many episodes? Nine. Nine. And it's actually, it's more like eight and a half, 
because I was last night, it was like two in the morning and I couldn't sleep. I was like, all right, there's two more episodes. Let me just fucking watch them. And episode eight is only 30 minutes. So I was just like, oh, I was like, okay. And then episode nine is the finale. And so I was just like, oh shit. Okay. That ha- I went to sleep a lot sooner than I thought. So um, yeah, it's fucking nine episodes. I don't know if it's a show that, I mean, I guess you could force a season two if you wanted to, but it could be a singulary like show season. Um, and I think the creator said that he was just like, I don't know, man, if I want to do another season. He was like, this one was draining. So it Fuck. might just be like a one and done. And if that's the case, one and done's are good. Yeah. Because it's like, all right, you can't fuck it up. Um, but yeah, I highly suggest if you guys got time on your hands, watch Squid Game. Solid fucking show. Uh, Clay, you want to know what's not a solid show? Titans. Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. So another reason why this podcast got delayed so much is because I hadn't been able to watch Titans. Like, I could not watch it on my phone. My phone's internet was so fucking slow for some reason. I couldn't even watch YouTube videos. I was like, there's no way I'm going to fuck with watching, trying to watch Titans. And, dude, what happened? Like, this episode was fucking awful and didn't make any sense. Do you know what I realized? And it's more because I was reading... Oh, shoot. What was I reading? Uh, no, I was watching Titans. <laughs> I was watching Titans and I was like, OK, why is I was watching Titans and reading Detective Comics oh, okay. this week? And I'm like, do you know why I hate Titans even more than I probably should? Because it's another fucking scarecrow story that I'm just not liking. And it's yeah. almost the exact fucking same. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think almost I've, I've to the T. Yeah. And the problem with that is people just, so I had this issue with the, I have this issue with the character of Raven. Raven comes in again in this episode and she has like a small little moment with, uh, with, with Gar. Mm-hmm. And I've said this to so many people. Raven is one of those characters that has a checklist. That's mm-hmm. just like, hey, if you're going to put her in this movie, in this show, in this animated series, blah, blah, blah. You need this, this, this and this. And nobody deters from that list. They don't yeah. try anything different to make her likable, to make her new for the you know new generation. Nothing. It's always the same all the time. Scarecrow seems to be the exact same thing. Yeah. And I think I would like it more if Crane would wear the fucking mask and be Scarecrow. Yeah. Because this is just some Joe Schmo right now working with Jason, Mm -hmm. which why Jason went back to him. No fucking idea. They're acting as though they act. They're acting as though it was like a ploy between them but at the same time jason also is apologizing oh it was a moment of weakness like oh they were gonna take me back like was he planning on like betraying them like i i don't understand any of that yeah i don't know man um i know some people will probably that are diehards will fight for like oh yeah well it made it seem like he was really gonna go back to them because that would have been the best way to betray them 
but you know shit fucked up like i can understand them trying to do that but i'm like no that's just not good storytelling i'm sorry um and like fuck man uh, the starfire bullshit is dumb like oh i got your powers now like and then i'm like what the fuck like you could have what like, I don't, know I, I don't even understand that. What the fuck is that? Like, oh, was this the entire reason why you stayed here? Oh, well, like, nothing is played off well, whether yeah. it is a dupe or not. Like, mm-hmm. it's just they are throwing shit at the wall in the midst of, like, all of these different storylines that they're trying to tell all at once. Mm-hmm. And it's not working out you whatsoever. Wanna know, you want to know the moment I knew this episode was going to blow dick? was when you know of course we know two episodes ago the water got thrown into the fucking ocean and i'm glad they gave statistics or whatever they're like this is how much it it leaked for five hours or whatever so it's got into like oh in the very beginning of the episode (laughs) that was fine because i don't because we were questioning like how fucking fast can water like go into some shit you know what i mean yeah they said it was like eight hours of whatever and i'm like you know what i'll buy that that's totally fine i can understand that because we've seen, we live in Texas. We've seen oil fucking destroy the ocean that fast. Yes. Um. So the thing is, when I knew this was gonna fucking suck, was when they're like, people are going crazy, people are getting shotgunned and murdered, and then it cuts to the fucking Titans having the chillest fucking fight under a bridge with maniac and crazed people that are foaming at the mouth for some reason, like. Is it rabies? Like, what well, the no, fuck like, because the conversation at freaking gcpd was we don't even know who has drank the water next thing we see fucking zombified fucking civilians and did you see that they were breaking their limbs and getting back up like fucking like mummy people like what the fuck was that i don't understand it i don't understand it like is is cranes fucking receptors like way bigger than fucking crack cocaine and shit where people can run through walls and stuff like and then the the bullshit that i said was uh well no it's it's this episode fucking they released this video Mm -hmm. crane releases this video and it's like oh the titans are bad they're evil. They're the ones that have poisoned your water. Here's your new savior, the murderous Red Hood. Yeah. I don't know, dude. This fucking Red Hood is not redeemable. Like, no. I don't know how they're going to bring him back into Titans. And I, if, dude, I will praise the show if Don kills him at the end. Like, genuinely. It's the only way I'll praise this show. I, only for that moment, too. I'll be like, you know what? All right, that made up for a little bit of it. Not everything. Because it's still a bad show. But he's not redeemable. He's gotten people killed. If Tim Drake is going to come back and start being Robin and find out he's the reason his parents, like, fucking are dead. They haven't even clarified that, by the way. Did his parents no. die or did they just get shot? Like, Yeah, they, they haven't clarified they ain't clarifying it. that. Um, and then, like, so I just don't think Red Hood's redeemable. He also sucks. I saw a fucking, uh, on Reddit a cosplay of some little toddlers in a red hood and a fucking night, uh, not Nightwing in a t- Jason Todd costumes looked better than this red hood. Yep. So they look very similar because they were probably the similar heights, but they were like five years old. Um, but like my thing is, is I just don't like red hood. He just fucking sucks. No, I, I, I told, character. I told my co-host for uh, DC Alliance. I said, do you know what's going to be fucking hilarious? 
Titans and HBO Max have seen for two seasons that they have not been able to stick the landing. And they put all of their budget, writing and all, into that last episode. Probably. The entire season's going to suck. And the season finale is going to be off the wall, batshit crazy. Everybody's going to be like, holy shit. And then I'm going to be here like, yeah, but the entire season sucked because of it. Yeah. Like, yeah, because at least in season two, I want to say we were praising it more than hating it. Like, yes. it would be like two or three episodes that were good. And then I was like, oh, that's kind of a bad episode. And then like two yeah. or three episodes that were good. Um, and then the ending was just fucking garbage. Um, oh, by the way, I actually did since, you know, we consider CBR the general knowledge or general public knowledge for people. They actually did an article on the joke of the like, I fucking died at a carnival. Like they said that they implied that that was. Okay, because they did it again in this episode. Oh, did they? I didn't even pick up on it. Because anytime so, you got, so you got Donna, weapons, yeah, yeah, Donna is going like trying to get into Gotham, yeah, and like the soldier uses a taser on her, and it like shocks her, and like it doesn't shock her; it just kind of like fizzes or whatever, uh, sparks, and she's like, "Been there, done that," and then she like pulls it away, and then like grabs oh, yeah. the gun, and then like bends the gun. And I'm like, okay, you've acknowledged it once, now twice. We get it. We made fun of you for over a year. We understand. We're the ones that made that joke before you guys did. Like, please don't do it anymore. Please. Yeah, anytime you got to go to Family Guy. I mean, it's probably not good anymore, but Family Guy used to have this running joke that was always fucking hilarious, was of Peter tripping and doing the... Yeah. But they would do it like every other season, I think, if I'm not mistaken. And that's what makes it funny because you're like, ah, I remember that. That's a good one. You don't do yeah. it two episodes back to back. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? Like, come on, man. Um, but then again, this show doesn't have like Gar is supposed to be the comedic fucking relief here and he's not. Um, but yeah, dude, like the, the fucking Donna shit. Like, I loved her in the last episode. Her shit this time around was fucking garbage. I don't give a shit about this woman that is trying to say that she like, oh, you came back. I need to make sure that you're you. Yeah. And they went to this fucking virtual crazy battleground in their minds, I guess. Like, I I, I, I don't understand it. By the way, by the way, because we we were arguing about this last podcast a little bit. I said she fucking teleported. You said she fucking ran. And I'm I'm sticking with you. You watched it again. I, I wasn't going to watch it again. So I'm taking your word for it. They Why don't the even fuck fucking acknowledge walking? it. She doesn't yeah. even fucking acknowledge the fact. Like Bruce, who, who the fuck knows where Bruce is right now? Yeah. And I know. Did he talk to her? Like, hey, uh, this is what's happening. I killed the Joker. So I'm going to steal here. Like, I'm going to kill myself in this castle. Yeah. They don't acknowledge that. That's terrible. And then she's walking to Gotham. After no, she, she just she was in a taxi huh well yeah but then he's like you can't go anywhere else why is she in a taxi she fucking teleported from Themyscira which is an <laughs> island where nobody can find this in the middle of the ocean and then she fucking has to take a taxi like are you shitting me this woman can literally run on water she can run from an island all the way to a castle to save a man from a burning building, but then she takes a fucking taxi? 
Hey, her life is on a budget, okay? Oh my god. So she shouldn't if she it is, she shouldn't be taking a taxi. Like she should be walking and running everywhere. That's more fucking financially secure. Like oh my god, this is so oh, dumb. It's so stupid god. because this show takes the liberty of again I've been seeing this a lot in a lot of media. It happened in Venom, Let There Be Carnage. I won't do any spoilers. There's been a lot of it in comics recently and now here in Titans. Writers will write shit just for the sake of, hey, this is how we're going to get from A to B. It doesn't make any sense. But as long as I get to A to B, it's good. And that's not always the case. Now, don't get me wrong. If you're forced to do something to get you from A to B and you can get away with it, get away with it. Mm -hmm. But when you have something like coming back from the dead, not interacting with anybody after getting resurrected and then assuming, hey, I think Bruce is in trouble. Let me go to this random castle or mansion on top of this random cliff somewhere on Earth so I can save him from this burning mansion. And then go, oh, by the way, I need to go find Dick in Gotham. Mm -hmm. There's no no way you can connect those dots. Yeah. No way whatsoever. I'm sorry. Like maybe, maybe if you, if you disregard the fact that she just appeared at this mansion, yes, you can probably head cannon that she had a conversation with Bruce. Mm -hmm. Yes. But then you're right. If she got from Themyscira to Bruce with zero time flat, why can't she do the exact same to get into Gotham? Yeah. It makes no fucking sense. Also, also, why can't she pick up a fucking phone? Why can't she just call them? Hey, guys, I'm back. Oh, uh, this is a prank call. No, 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 this is really fucking Donna. Like, I'm serious. I'm fucking back, y'all. But you died on. You died at the carnival. We saw you. Oh, uh, no, I know that fucking sucked. We made jokes about it. We're good. I'm back. Like, I talked to Hank, too. Uh, so, like, fucking just pick up a phone. Like, because if I'm not mistaken, I don't think Gotham's communication got taken down. No, it's like, just the it's it's just the water. The city, yeah, yeah. And they got the two fucking jabroniest soldiers to work that fucking. Uh, okay, fucking- so also there is this stupid idea of Dick Grayson of hey, I'm going to turn myself in. Yeah. Turn myself in, and then he goes to the Titans. Hey, we have to turn ourselves in. No, it's that's like, that bitch, that's friend. your plan. You turn yourself in. <laughs> Don't yeah, want me in this. No fucking sense. <laughs> I was just like, and the thing is, he it didn't make sense because he was like, "We'll work from the shadows," and I'm just like, "Shouldn't you already be doing that?" I understand that the Titans are more like public figures, and they're like, "Yeah, we protect the ways." No, but okay, like, so okay, this is just throwing this out there. He throws there's a line of dialogue in here that says, oh, we need to let the people know that we're not working with the GCPD. And I'm like, Bendejo, you're a freaking superhero. You're helping the cops. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, what are you doing? 
like know. that it, it like this literally doesn't make any sense and i kind of want like i kind of think that because of 2020 went down the way to, that it did mm-hmm. that they're like hey we need to have some sort of confrontation with the gcpd yeah i don't know man like it's and yeah and they you all start fighting you don't need a confrontation with the GCPD because the GCPD is famous in the DC universe with for being the dirtiest fucking police force in all of DC comics. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Like I you mean, didn't if, need to force I it. I don't live in New York, but I I mean there's so many cop shows and so many things that talk about how dirty New York is and it, it, we all know that Gotham is just a New York but just darker and crazier. Um, although technically for those of you that don't read comics uh, new york city actually exists in dc comics and gotham is a separate city but they play off of each other it's like what do they consider it uh fucking chicago it's like a mixture of chicago and new york together um but anyways which are some of the biggest cities in america uh but yeah like i don't know dude so yeah they start getting like aggressive the cops get all aggressive with them and i'm a, and this is what wasn't clear either and you're just supposed to assume that because there's oh my god this show fucking sucks uh there's this scene where red hood shows up to a bar and he like brings the cops money or whatever and it's like it's barbara's like right hand man cop or whatever and she's like i need your trust i need your support in this and he's like so and so just died on the table and it's like ooh okay and then fucking there's a scene cuts to Red Hood and he's giving cash to these cops and he literally just says like you know say what my to name. do. Yeah. Say, say my, my name. name. Get on your knees and say my name. Suck <laughs> Red Hood's dick. Ah, like fuck, dude. Like God. Bring me back Booty Chick Girl from the fucking two episodes ago or whatever. I, I got more fucking believability out of her oh, than anything. Shit. Um, but like so he's like, say my name or whatever, which you know they were trying to make that be the Breaking Bad thing, which is yeah. fucking dumb. And like, so these cops, Red Hood does, he just says, you know what to do or whatever. Like, but they don't know Red Hood. He's like, are you the Red Hood guy? How the fuck does he know they know what to do if they've never met? Again, they write this story just to be like, hey, we need to get from this point to this point. And there needs to be a confrontation. So we're just going to assume everybody knows that the GCPD needs to fight the Titans. Yeah. And And it's like, why? And for what? Yeah. Well, I get me trying to make sense of it and easily could have made this a better episode. Is you want the GCPD to have that confrontation with the Titans so Scarecrow can actually be like, see, they just fought the GCPD when they were trying to turn themselves in. They can use that footage or whatever to make more propaganda videos. That's what you could do. But you could have explained that with Re- instead of being like, say my name. Instead of doing that shit, you could have been like, hey, we know that the Titans are going to turn themselves in. When they do that, I need you to make it a shit show. Like, that's what they, that's all Red Hood could have said. Like, you need to make it this or whatever because scarecrow because literally because literally you know what to do makes no sense yeah especially Uh, when you're like are you that red hood guy (laughs) like are you what 
Like, it makes no fucking sense. <laughs> I can just imagine the conversation after fucking Red Hood walks away. Wait, did he just say we know what to do? What are we supposed to do? What, what like, What's going on? Uh, I don't know, man. What is that? No, um... And then, and then fucking Barbara. So, like, you get the entire confrontation. Freaking Blackfire gets shot. Starfire walks, like, walks her out. Then Gar goes away, and then it's Superboy and Nightwing. They're fending everybody off. Mm. And then this whole, like, number one right-hand man cop is about to shoot Dick Grayson or Nightwing. And Barbara just pulls out her gun. He's like, put your weapon down. Put your weapon down. And shoots him. And I'm like, okay, that escalated kind of quickly. But I can understand the reasoning because, of course, Dick Grayson, Barbara, we get the relationship. And then, like, because I guess it, she shot another cop, she mm-hmm. now is in jail? She got arrested. So, I'd have to go back and look. But, let me know if you pick up on this or not. They're standing, Right? Was Barbara standing during this whole situation? She was in her chair. Was she? Because uh, I don't. Because it looked like she was the same height as the black woman cop. Because does she shoot from in her chair? I'm pretty sure she does. Okay. Because I don't know I, why it seemed like she was standing up to get like. Because I don't. I, I guess I just didn't see the chair at all. Do you get to see the chair clearly? I thought she was standing because the way they shot it was looking up, right? Like she was above everybody and they were shooting it from like Dick Grayson's point of view. And you were able to see Barbara really clearly. But from my experience, if you ever look up at somebody that's in a wheelchair, unless they're standing up out of their wheelchair, it's very hard to see them with balconies. You know what I mean? Because of just the angle. Like usually balconies in malls and stuff that they're usually waist high. Or fucking like chest high almost. Yeah. I'm, so like, there was just really weird camera work there. It is ca- weird camera work because I want to say now it looks like she's standing. Right. And I don't have a problem with that, but I just wish they would have been because she's never used a prosthetic leg this whole time, right? Yeah. No. And like, we know that there was the flashback of when she they confirmed she had both legs. We've never yeah. gonna find out why she lost her leg, but like. I wouldn't have a problem with that of her, this weird angle of her possibly standing if they would have shown, oh, yeah, she's used a prosthetic leg before. She doesn't always use the wheelchair. Like, that was weird. The camera okay, work no, no, was Okay, so- no, no, she is, she is sitting. She is okay. sitting. Because once she pulls out her gun, you can see behind her the back of the chair. Oh, okay. But, that, but uh- the camera angle... Because from the bottom, right? From the bottom looking up at her, they look the exact same height. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. See, but so Barbara sh- Barbara shouldn't look the same height. Right? Realistically, she shouldn't. Because if she's sitting down, that lady's taller than her. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, that threw me off because I was just like, wait, is she standing? Because I thought when she shot, it's just weird. So, of course, this is not a visual podcast. Yeah. But in the way that, like, if you were looking at the screen, 
Barbara is sitting down, but she's also closer to the railing uh. than the person. So it is the mixture of the downward, the the lower camera angle looking up and the other uh, woman standing backwards. Mm. So with that camera angle, they can look the exact same height, but this sense. person is behind. That's how Jason Statham and The Rock are the same height in their movies. <laughs> uh, <laughs> fucking Apple Box motherfucking Statham. Vin Diesel in The Rock yeah. as well. Um, yeah, so that that really confused me because like that's only something that I thought about visually. I was like, wait, that's fucking weird. But that shows you how much I pay attention to this show because it's so bad that I just I'm like, oh, wait, were they standing up? Um, anyways, so Dick Grayson and fucking Superboy get away. Um, this is also around the same time that we see fucking Starfire take uh, or get her powers taken by Blackfire, and you're just like, she's like, oh my god, and she's like, why aren't you ever gonna trust me? But her voice was totally different. Like, I'm about to take over this world and kill everybody type of voice instead of her, like, I'm cool with dog kind of voice, which is really weird. Yeah, so. like, it, like her posturing, like, everything was like, okay, this is clearly a dupe. But, like, again, the writing and the portrayal mm-hmm. of what they were trying to show in that scene was not matching anything at all. Like it was was all over the place. It was pretty bad. Uh, And like that stuff is very jarring and I pick up on it and just, I know I praised squid game earlier, but there is this moment in squid game since it was a Korean show where it seems like they have American characters show up and man, it's, it's kind of cringe. Really? With the American characters because it's stuff I can see Americans saying but I think they got the only, like, American-looking people in Korea to play these roles. Like, I don't know if they were genuinely businessmen and they were like, hey, we need Americans for this show. You want to be in the show? They're like, you just need to read lines. And it sounds kind of bad. And I'm just like, ah, that's the only downside. When They don't show up till the end of the show. So, like, for the most part, you don't have to deal with them. But in that one episode, I'm like, ah, that sounds kind of jarring. But so I'm yeah. looking at the scene. So she legit. So Starfire puts her hands on Blackfire's wound and then starts to like heat up or whatever. And then the energy starts to go inside of Blackfire. Blackfire legit grabs on to Starfire so she cannot get away, sucks all the energy Starfire goes like flying backwards and like she's standing tall. She's like looking at her hands. Her eyes are glowing purple. And she's like, did you just steal my power? She's like, what? What do you mean? I wouldn't do that. What are you talking about? You're crazy. I like it's just like. I understand what you're trying to go for. If you're trying to go for even that. It's just not working out well. What did I say a couple episodes ago? I said, what if they're fucking building up Blackfire to be the main villain for the next fucking series? I could believe it, though, because I always it's said so that bad. she's she's going to stab them in the back. And like everybody's been hating the fact that she is like sleeping with Superboy or whatever. And I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, but that's just for like the emotional part of her stabbing them in the back like because dick grayson when he first sees her in this season she's like he's like oh you mean the sister that killed your whole family 
mm-hmm. okay hey yeah welcome to the family and he like walks away like this has been written on the fucking wall and yeah. starfire is the only one that's gonna seem to surprise by this it's a yeah. little weird like yeah i mean i understand that i mean she does call it out and she's like hey like we're not trusting her so i don't want to shit on it too much but like yeah i just don't know man like the thing is the thing is the characters when they do these whole like bad person being good person the bad person never does anything really good to be redeemable like it's always shit like you gotta do something like vegeta right you got to go the Vegeta timeline of where he's an asshole and then he slowly starts helping people, but he's still an asshole. And then he, and then he fucking sacrifices himself. himself. Yeah. yeah. He saves his worst enemies or rivals kid and his own son. He's like, get them the fuck out. He, he gives them to the most noble person, which is Piccolo. Well, even Piccolo's story arc got even yeah. better over time. Cause he was a villain. Like that's the way you turn a villain into a hero. But this whole, like, why don't you trust me? Like we're family, okay. We're family. I'm gonna give you a chance, okay. Oh, I'm sleeping with this guy, okay. Yeah, we're we're. Pre- I helped you guys do some stuff, blah 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 blah. And we had a little conversation after you murdered somebody. We haven't even got to that in the fucking two or three episodes ago. Nope. Um, you know, and then now she's gonna be a villain. Like, bro, you can't just turn these people so fast. That's why Jason's not redeemable this season. Like, he's killed people. If and the what makes it worse is you have Bruce Wayne killing somebody and being like, be a better Batman and left and was going to kill himself. But it's going to be okay for the lower disciples to do this. It makes no sense. So Jason should not be redeemable. He should be fucking putting himself in a castle and burning himself alive too. Like he just shouldn't be redeemable. And this show, I don't know how you can have so many Batman properties in one show and fucking suck. But then again, Gotham was a thing. So like, I don't. How do you fuck up Batman? I, just I don't, don't get do, it. I know people that saw the ending of last episode and have said, "I am not watching next season if they come out with a fourth season because of that ending." Yeah. So like, I I don't know how. Like, I I don't know. I don't know because I, I'm I'm watching this again like while we're talking there even comes a moment like after everything like goes down with the titans excuse me Mm -hmm. like somehow it like is known throughout gotham and because of it like wanted signs are already up all over the place fucking mass hysteria is going all over Gotham. People are rioting and like store owners are fucking like defending off their shops and shit. And I'm just like, it had like music, right? Yeah. It's like they were trying to do a Zack Snyder opening, but very poorly. Yes. Yes. And I, I hate to say this. I really do because everybody knows how much I love Zack Snyder. Like, Mm -hmm. Leave it to fucking Zack Snyder. Like this has no like what's the, what's the correct wording that I want to say here? This show mm-hmm. in no way, shape or form could ever be in that universe. Yeah, I agree. Like like I I understand 
it's a and it's an HBO Max property. They want to be quote unquote different from Marvel. It's like, okay, so what do we need to do? Oh, we need to be edgy and we need to be dark. It's like mm. not necessarily. Like, yeah. If you have these group of characters that, by the way, in comics is actually a really lighthearted freaking team of individuals and put them in a dark place like Gotham, that within itself would be a good story. But you put these like really crappy written edgelord characters in a darker, edgier fucking place like Gotham with a Batman that now kills it's just like it's a whole mess of shit, dude. So this has been my problem when it comes to writing and unfortunately writing of superhero movies. Uh, this goes for everything. Uh, this was the biggest reason why I haven't been watching the MCU is because the MCU got away from what the core of their characters, right? Like everybody became funny. Like Thor is not funny. And everybody's like, how the fuck do you think Thor Ragnarok 3 or Thor 3 is the fucking worst MCU movie? I'm like, go watch it. And then fucking read some Thor comics that weren't made in the last couple of years. And you'll see why it's not fucking Thor. And that's unfortunately like the MCU got away from like, I don't know when this died. Like good filmmakers still do this, but I don't know when it became a thing of like, everybody should be funny. Comic relief doesn't exist anymore. And I'm like, what happened to the comic relief character? That used to be the support character that everybody fucking loved. Like, the comic relief was always great. Like, especially in old movies and stuff. Like, oh, that guy's awesome. He doesn't even have a big role. He just comes yeah. in and does a funny spot, and you're like, ha-ha. And he kill, you know, he lightens the mood. Dick Grayson, like, to, to make this, like, an anime reference, Dick Grayson should be Deku here. Like, he should be the guy that never gives up in the face of danger. He's upbeat. He keeps trying no matter what. Because that's yeah. his character in the comic books. He's not Batman. He shouldn't be dark. He finds it. Literally what Tom Taylor is doing right now is doing the opposite of Batman with billions of dollars. He's like, I'm going to try to do something different. Not saying that Bruce doesn't try to do the same shit, but Grayson's like, I'm going to try to do it my own way, whatever. Yeah. And he's upbeat about it. He's fucking always happy. The dude has been concussed and just found out he might have another sister and he's still trying to be upbeat as fuck. Like, come on. Like, I just don't understand it. But they're writing him to be like this, unless you were going to make him become the next Batman at the end of this season, because they're still showing all of that. Which crazy I was gonna, he, he has like the hallucinations at the very beginning of this episode. Yeah. So unless they're going to do that, you need to him to be Nightwing. He needs to be upbeat. Gar shouldn't be fucking depressed all the time either. And I understand he's got an edgelord girlfriend or possibly edgelord girlfriend, but he should be converting her to be an even better person too, where she's not fucking emo all the time. Like, you know what I mean? And like, I can understand Superboy. He's got a dual personality going on there. He's got two different sets of good and bad in him. So it makes sense that he's like a mixture of both, right? But for the most part, he does more good than anybody else. And it's just like, what the fuck like i don't i just don't get it and then starfire is just like fucking up all the time now it seems i i i don't know where any of these characters are going as far as their development and that's the problem Mm -hmm. like you you see that there may be some storylines that you're like oh yeah that could be interesting or that could be interesting we're making up stories in our own fucking heads oh wouldn't that be cool if this happens like fuck dude like and i'm just thinking about it now if Dick Grayson turns into Batman at the end of this series or at the end of this season, we only got Nightwing for one season. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and it's and then you can't call the show Titans anymore. 
No. Like, if that's the case, it's Batman. Like, it's Batman and the Outsiders. That's what it turns into. Yeah. I don't know. Titans Outsiders is what it's going to be. But, like, you want to know what, what really annoyed me about this is when they closed off the city, I was like, oh no, they're going to do No Man's Land. I was like, are you fucking shitting me? <laughs> and I had that enough in Gotham. And, like, they don't even handle No Man's Land well. Like, I just. I don't know, man. You shouldn't do these big stories if you're not going to do them right. You know what I mean? Yeah. At least I will say Gotham tried because if I'm not mistaken, if I remember correctly, the end of season four was when all the bridges and everything t- created No Man's Land and the final season was all of No Man's Land. That's the way you should do it. So I'll give some praise to Gotham there. Uh, but Titans is like, nah, nah, we're, we're going to do it all in a couple episodes. So, not saying that they are doing No Man's Land, but it has No Man Land, No Man's Land vibes. Um, before we switch over to comic books, I also want to say the uh, we had this moment of Scarecrow and fucking Red Hood going into Wayne Manor. Oh, at the very because, end, yeah, yeah. I just, I just saw it, yeah, yeah. And uh, he's all like, "Oh, we gotta change up some scenery," and he takes the freaking Wayne family photo, and he's like, "Maybe you should do this. Maybe you should scar up Dad or whatever." And Jason Todd starts stabbing the fuck out of a painting. I don't know if you guys have ever stabbed canvas before. It doesn't last that long if you stab it the way he was stabbing it. And he's like stabbing a fucking oil painting there, like slicing it. And it's like still intact and shit. I'm like, bro, one good slice is going to tear that canvas in half. Yeah. Like, and it was, and he's like aggressively doing like it's a punching bag. And I'm yeah. like, bruh, like I understand they're wanes, but like it was dumb. <laughs> Yeah, just, and then and then Crane was like, "Oh, welcome to the Crane Manor." Yeah, and then like started drinking the fucking so, whiskey or whatever. Yeah, here's the thing: you mentioned that Crane should get his mask. If they are in the fucking Wayne Manor and they are literally Jason knows how to get into the Batcave. If he does not get his mask and put it on by the end of this season, this show's fucking terrible and doesn't yeah. know how to do anything because literally all his good shit is in the Batcave. Yeah, so why he should have all. He should literally get have all of his equipment now. Yeah, so like I just don't. If he doesn't wear the mask, you know what's gonna happen is he's gonna. I'm calling it now. He's gonna go down to the Batcave. Maybe in the next episode because we only have three episodes left, right? Um, Shit, is it only three? Because this was episode ten, right? I think. So no, this was not episode ten. I think this was nine. Sure this, bro, this show's that bad. That I think it's episode. Fuck! We only have three episodes yeah. left. You want to know what's gonna happen? <laughs> he's gonna go downstairs in the next episode. They're gonna be in the Batcave, and he's gonna hold his mask in his hand, and he's gonna probably say some Macbeth type shit or something like that, or he's gonna be like, you know what? I don't need this anymore, and he's gonna put it back, so they don't have to use it. He's like, I'm still so scarecrow with fucking. Mask. St- stupid i'm telling so you fucking stupid i'm telling you he's not gonna put the fucking suit on which makes no sense because i bitch about this in marvel so i'm gonna bitch about it in dc when you have these amazing characters with amazing character design and you don't use their fucking suits and shit deathstroke wore his suit all the time yeah like what the fuck and yeah dude it's just i don't know who's running these shows you have 80 years of batman and i don't know how you can fuck this up like it's so bad. You can literally copy panel from panel if you wanted to, and it would be better than this shit. Like, seriously. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't get it, man. It's so bad. And I don't know. They must not have a showrunner or a good one or anything like that. 
Um, well, but, I want I want to see because I I'm curious now, but like who freaking I don't think it was Brian. No, it was Melissa Brides as the writer. Uh, the yeah, no, yeah, I don't know, but I dude, honestly, man, if it wasn't for this podcast, I would drop this show. Like, that's a genuine because, like, I know you watch some stuff for your podcast, right? Like, you're like, are any of the CW shows you're watching, are you genuinely watching them because you like them? Besides Superman, I know you like that. Um, uh, Stargirl, like, Stargirl is a show that was good, but it had like CW aspects. And then this season has a little bit more of that CW aspects. So I probably won't watch like I will watch the show for the podcast, but I won't watch it because I like it. Like, I feel like that's the direction Stargirl is going. Mm -hmm. But in like a couple weeks, if not next week, there's going to be like actual flashback episodes of like the actual JSA. And I know like uh, John Wesley ship is reprising his role as Jay Garrick. That's pretty cool. In that, in, in that show. So like, we're going to see like a legit JSA. And I think like, that's going to like, okay, that'll probably boost up my, my like longevity of watching the show, but they have to stick the landing and Superman Lois stuck the landing. I I really like that show. Yeah, I've I'm not watching praise for that show. I'm not watching anything else. Now, this month, at the end of this month, I'm gonna be watch I'm gonna be watching five episodes of The Flash because they're doing a crossover first five episodes. Yeah. Because uh well, it's the end of this month into next month. Um they're doing uh crossover episodes with like freaking people from uh Arrow, people from Legends of Tomorrow. But it's uh, all self-contained in The Flash, right? Yeah. Yeah. Which, that's not bad. I mean, they need something, because they lost a lot of people. Yeah, last so, last season was not great for them. Yeah. Well, I just heard the show hasn't been great, period. I mean, lightsaber dick fights, or whatever they did. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, I, it, from, from what I've heard, after, like, because for me, I don't remember really watching flash religiously since after season four. Yeah. And yeah. like, I stopped midway through cicada. Cause I fucking hated the daughter. The daughter yeah. was so fucking annoying. I was like, I can't watch the show anymore. Cause she yeah. was, dumb. she was written as badly as Titans is. I think. And, and the way that they like people have basically said like after season two, like it's just gone downhill. Yeah, I hated Avatar. That's when I started like getting a lot of shit for the Flash. Although, no, actually, the end of season two is when I got a lot of shit because I was like, this doesn't fucking make sense. And it's my biggest, one of my best videos ever. Which I don't know how X Men is my greatest video of all time, view wise. X Men review. Like, are you fucking kidding me? But the second best video of all time is it doesn't make sense. Which I'm very curious if the writers saw my video because they finally corrected it like three seasons later. Like they made it make sense. Yeah. And everybody started commenting on that video again. Like, it makes sense now. It makes sense now. I'm like, well, I don't fucking watch the show anymore. So I don't give a fuck. <laughs> like, so that's cool that they did, but I just don't care. Um, this goes out to our YouTube audience. Uh, if you guys aren't watching or subscribed to our YouTube, definitely go do that. But 
to the YouTube audience out there, since you have the ability to comment on this video, is there any reviewers that you watch that still cover The Flash or any of these CW shows that still give them rave reviews? I would love to know that information because I would call bullshit on anybody that thinks these shows are still really good. Um, oh, yeah. Like, I, I feel like there was like a renaissance of like right around the Arrow season three, Flash season two. Yeah. You know, we were just getting freaking uh, Supergirl around that time and everything else. They're like, yeah. oh, this is like the renaissance of superhero TV. Everything is 10 out of 10, you yeah. know? And I think that for a while now, it's really been like down in the dirt. Yeah, that's what I want to see. Because I inside information to some of you guys that know out there. That's why I say don't believe everything you see in a lot of these videos. I had conversations with certain creators, and I'm not going to give other names because I'm not going to do that kind of stuff. But there are some creators out there that put on a farce of like, this show's awesome because they know their audience loved it, but they secretly had a lot of issues with it in the DMs. So, yeah. And it's, I know some people are going to like suggest people I used to talk to. It wasn't any of them. It's other creators that I know of that do this. Yeah. So don't try to be like, oh, it's so-and-so. It's not. You're not. I guarantee you nobody knows the people I'm thinking of, but like, um but some of those other people too probably don't give off as many uh it sucks as it should um but you know what i'm not gonna lie if you are in that business it's good business you can make a lot of money if you do pander to your audience so that's why a lot of people do it but um you know it's not our style here at batman news weekly something fucking sucks we're gonna tell you it fucking sucks because you know we like honest opinions around here and if you think we suck because of our opinions, be free to let us know. We like having those conversations. Because, oh, speaking of this, because we're going to go to comics, we're going to jump over there right now. Clay, you were talking to somebody that, I guess, listens to the podcast or something? Like, yeah. What was this so, conversation? So there's this one guy that was like, hey, we all know why Batman uh, shows his face uh, or, or doesn't cover his whole face. is because he wants to make sure the police know he's white. And I was like, <laughs> and I was like, well, technically... There is a Batman, uh, uh, the Batman right now, because subjectively speaking, depending on what timeline you're really wanting to follow. Yeah. The I am Batman book is the technical most recent Batman because it's in the future. Right. So I was like, technically, the Batman right now covers his whole face and it's because he's black. Like, you know, that that is the truth. That is what that uh, John Ridley has basically said. And uh, I want to get the name. So shout out to this TikTok user. Um, I sent this screenshot to Juice. Uh, his name is uh, Detroit dot dumbass. <laughs> so <laughs> awesome, so um, uh, we were going back and forth. He's like, well, technically that's future state and all of this other stuff, which I mean, we've had our conversations on what we thought about Future State and, you know, the possibilities that it could have brought. Uh, And technically, we're both right, technically. Um, And I will say, um, he just randomly, I was like, I I basically was like, you know what? You're right. True, true. And he's like, yeah, man, put me on Batman News Weekly. And I was like, (laughs) oh, shit, somebody knows the podcast. That is awesome. So, uh, Detroit Dumbass, if you are listening, uh, come join our Discord. We talk about Batman News Weekly stuff 
every, like not every single day, but you know, majority of the week, we we will talk something Batman related, uh, and that goes for everybody who's listening. Come join the Discord. Uh, it is really fun. We talk about. Uh, video games, movies, Juice is always talking about Genshin Impact. Um, yeah, all the time. Great so. game. <laughs> get my life was in. But yeah, it's also like, the game, that's the best place to like find all of my content too. If you guys don't know where to find my stuff, I post it in there. And yeah, we just kind of talk about everything. We'll talk about shows. We have a spoiler section, so you don't have to worry about people doing spoilers. Uh, but yeah, as long as you're, you know, read the rules, come in, be respectful, and it's a great time. Uh, but yeah, so that's cool. We love uh, talking to you guys. We appreciate you listening to the podcast. Uh, but yeah, so we're going to go on to comic books and, uh, there are some things I haven't read. Um, but so you, this wasn't the same conversation or was it the same conversation? You sent me something about Batman reptile. Was this that or no? What about I'm pretty what? sure you sent me something about Batman reptile with Liam Sharp or did somebody else send that in the discord? I, I sent something in to you, I'm pretty yeah. sure. Um, Liam Sharp uh, was basically saying like, oh, it's so weird that nobody, there's hardly any interaction with any of my posts about Batman Reptilian. Yeah. And of course, I'm not going to be a jerk uh, mm-hmm. and, you know, comment negative things directly to him. Um, and that doesn't mean that I'm scared or anything. It's just that I'm respectful. Yeah. Uh it's not that great of a book and I stopped reading it after issue three. Um, but he has noticed that there is a huge decline in the amount of clicks that his posts get whenever he posts something about his art and, or that story altogether. Um, which I mean, it's mighty brave of him to mention it. You know, to be like, hey, what the fuck, guys? You're not going to, you know, praise me over this stuff kind of thing. But like, I was really surprised that he said anything. But because he said something that tells me, okay, not a lot of people are either liking and or reading this. Yeah. You know, well, I mean, this is issue four that comes out this week. I didn't read it, by the way. I just wanted to bring it up because of this. I thought it was interesting that you sent me that stuff. And I think they are just now talking with Croc fucking four issues in oh yeah yeah, yeah. that's insane so it's i don't know man like it's one look there are people out there that love this style of art they just love the gothic craziness of it i'm just not a fan i'm just not a fan of it um does give me like picasso vibes which i think is cool Mm -hmm. you love me some picasso but i just not a fan of it in my comic books when it comes to that um and i'm very curious if this is gonna happen with batcat Although I don't think Batcat's a bad story. I think it's a great story, but I wonder if Liam Sharp's art is going it's to kinda change it. Kill it off. Yeah, which would be weird. Although I think it would it would get revived once Clay Man comes back. Although I still can't believe he's posting fucking shit. He's like, oh look at this. Ship it out of damn fucking shit, Clay Man. Like, oh my God. Um but yeah, I'm assuming we'll get that at the end of the month, maybe. Unless it becomes bi week or bi monthly, like all mm-hmm. of Tom King's books. Speaking of, Tom King announced his other book, which oh, uh, did he, is pretty did crazy. He? Yeah, so it's going to be. They said something about like, oh my god, it's it is a. Oh wait, human, human target? target. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. new, right? That's his new it, shit. It's it's new, yes, but it was announced a while ago. I guess we never oh, really talked about it. it. Oh, okay. um, it's. So if you are a fan 
uh, of the old school Justice League of America. Um, that being with uh, Fire, Ice, Sky Gardner, Green Lantern, Martian Manhunter, Booster Gold, Blue Beetle. Uh, it, kind of in the same realm of like Justice League Detroit as well, which was a title back in the day. Um, it's going to have those characters with... Uh, the character human target, um, which is not his actual name, but that's, mm-hmm. you know, a, it's like a, a secret ty- agent. I know nothing yeah. about him. Yeah. Um, I actually have never read any of, uh, his characters books, mm-hmm. but I know that for a while human target was actually a TV show on Fox. Uh, so he did have a small series for a while. Okay. Um, but this is supposed to be some sort of like love story, but also like King's best shit that he does. Yeah, um, which I've also seen people kind of like call him very uh, obnoxious and being a prick to basically hype up his own shit as much as he does. And I'm just like, you can't get too angry because that's their fucking job. You know, YouTubers to- do it all the fucking time. But yeah. Don't get the problem with that. Yeah. Because you expect it. It's like, oh, well, they're they're their own boss. They got to do it. So are comic creators. Like DC only pays them to like, all right, we're gonna make you do this, but you got to promote your own shit. Like we're yeah. not gonna deal dish out millions to promote your shit. We'll put it in a book every once in a while. Um, but that's only for the big people too. Only the Jeff Johns and the Tom Kings get inserts in the comic books. Um, you know, fucking Joe Schmo isn't gonna get an insert for his new book coming out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, I, I saw that, but uh, yeah, it was just very interesting to see that whole Liam Sharp stuff. I thought that was very interesting. Uh, by the way, I just saw this uh, randomly when I was looking for the Tom King article. Uh, Japan is getting, I guess, a new prime minister, which is, I guess, similar to our president, and uh, he's a Demon Slayer fan and supports manga and anime in his term. Since he said what he's gonna do, I was like, yeah, fuck yeah, fuck yeah more anime, yeah. Um, no, I'm just, I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting for America to do the exact same thing that France did, or whatever, with how or the UK, where they gave like the like freaking younger youth, like young adults, like so much money to like oh, yeah, help with right help too. with their help with their higher education and and yeah. like do all this. And the the actual the money was for higher education. And to get the things that you feel like were essential for living. And they were like, anime, manga. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah dude. I heard people are like, yeah, man, my friend bought the whole fucking Berserk series with his shit. I'm like, what? I was like, damn. I mean, but I guess that's kind of unfortunately is like what our stimmy checks were. You know what I mean? Although we were in situations where we needed to use that money for actual shit. Fuck like, yeah. You know, we didn't just get money to blow on whatever we wanted um but yeah anyways so uh how about we run through you read batman and bigsby which was a crossover book that came out this week i did not read that just some quick thoughts on that yeah so if anybody is a fan of the telltale uh series of games there is a game called a wolf wolf among us um oh yeah i think it's wolf among us Yes, Wolf Among Us, and Bigsby is the detective in that game. Um, this is a story about um, the start of a team-up with Batman, Robin. They actually show two Robins. 
So I think one of them is Damien because the other one does have a hood. He does not talk at all on this one issue. But there's Damien. Stephanie made an appearance. um, And there are several uh, victims that have been killed by wolves. Like specifically wolves. And they're like, well, how the fuck does this happen in Gotham? What's going on? And eventually Batman does catch Bigsby kind of like spying on him. Mm -hmm. And there is a small confrontation and they are basically like, hey, we need to work together to figure out this case. Um because he does speak about werewolves. Mm-hmm. And so it's going to get very supernatural. Uh, if people aren't aware, A Wolf Among Us is actually based off of the comic book Fables, uh, which is a oh. Vertigo comic book. So, yes, people can probably be this, like, see this and be like, oh, this is a video game crossover. That's awesome. Um, technically, yes and no. Uh, so I have never had the chance to read the fable books, but I have heard that they are amazing. Um, I believe majority of them are on DC universe infinite app. Uh, so go check those out if you can, but overall this is kind of a cool start. Um, I've always liked when Batman kind of goes against the supernatural. One of my favorite animated movies is the Batman versus Dracula. So like him fucking fighting werewolves is going to be pretty badass. So I'm looking forward to it. Nice. Now I'm looking at another book right here that I also didn't get to read because of my crazy week was Deathstroke. Uh, I think it was it just called Deathstroke, or Deathstroke Inc. One. Yeah, um, Death, Deathstroke Incorporated, basically. Okay. Um, what was the premise of this book? So the premise of this book was actually started in Urban Legends. One of the stories that we did not read uh, was actually the start of this. Um, Deathstroke and Black Canary are teaming up with, I forgot what secret agency, um, but they are trying to find the, the, what's her name? Um, the queen bee or whatever. Um, but, <laughs> but essentially what ends up happening is like, it seems that both black canary and Deathstroke are like actually doing this for separate reasons, not just like trying the hero gig. Mm-hmm. Um, Deathstroke is actually dying. Um, he is has he always dying. I guess that his uh, healing factor. Oh, is it finally getting out? I think it's finally giving out. And he's basically telling Canary like, hey, I'm just going to try to, you know, live this hero life for a while. And if I like it, I'm going to continue it. If not, then I'm just going to die. And, you know, my life is, you know, the way it is, because the one thing that with this is that he, it seems like he was hired, not necessarily like, Hey, come work with us and you know, mm. you'll be a better person for it. No, he actually was like given a contract to help yeah. um, them. And Canary's like, you already have like all the money you need. You're a assassin for hire and you're good at what you do. And he's like, yeah. yeah, you're right. I have more money than I know what to deal with. And I'm just like, yeah, good for you. Deathstroke shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, this was all right for a start. I'm not exactly sure where it's going to go, but 
but this is Williamson writing. Mm-hmm. Now, Williamson has done a lot of teasing uh, for Batman and Robin returning. Lately? I hadn't well, been following it. Yes and no. Like it was it was especially like when he was announced for the Batman book yeah. um, for when after Tynion leaves. But since this book has come out, he's been teasing a somewhat of a confrontation between Robin and Deathstroke. Oh, so okay. whether it be a Robin Batman or Robin versus Deathstroke or Robin versus Deathstroke, we don't know yet. Hmm. Got you. Um, yeah, there was that weird series back in the day where they were trying to say Damien was possibly his kid. Uh, yeah. Yeah, which was back in the day. But, I mean, it turned out that he wasn't. But I don't know if they kind of left it ended op- like open-ended. Uh-huh. Um, but I'm pretty sure it's still... Why would you change that? Like, why would you even throw that out there? You know what I mean? I understand how it can be intriguing, but it's like, come on, man. You're going to get rid of Batman's only true zone? Um, anyway, speaking of Robin... What going on to another Williams book? I didn't think this issue was that great. It was not great, but it wasn't horrible, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, because I feel like I've read a lot worse from Williamson before. This one was just like, hey, let's move the story along because there was a lot of there was a lot of pages that were like fucking 12 panels. And it's just like, boom, we got through a whole round of fighting in one page. It's just like, oh, and do you think that comics just don't have that luxury to like use like a multiple issues or at least an issue on one fight? I don't think they do because of the impatience of readers. Yeah. Uh, because if so you look at fault, readers, it's your fault. Just throwing that out there. If you look <laughs> at if you look at something like and you listeners knew we were going to take this route, but if you look at something like uh, a My Hero Academia or a Dragon Ball Z or a Yu Yu Hakusho or so a I've never Naruto, read a manga like that. Where so I've never read like I've I've watched my hero, but mm-hmm. let, let's say um so the the Deku fight with uh, is it Todoroki in the tournament? How long yeah. does that last in the book? Um, is it just a chapter? Is it maybe chapters? a chapter or two? But just this season because I think this season's technically over and I need to catch I up. Watched it though, yeah. No, so. no. No, I, I mean, you, but you've watched the first few episodes of it, right? When they were doing the, the training. The last one I saw was the Mushroom Girls team winning. Okay, yeah. So that whole thing, mm-hmm. that took like each each fight was a chapter or two. So that's like 20 to 30 pages. So, yeah, there's about... Anywhere from 17 to 20 pages of those chapters. And you had a total of eight fights, Mm -hmm. like anywhere from eight to 10 fights. So it was anywhere from 16 to 20 chapters. Yeah. So I I feel like with this particular book, you could have got away with that because you could have done robin's first fight you could have done uh what is her name jade deathstroke's daughter what's her name um uh, uh fucking his daughter. ravager 
Ravenger. You could have done her fight. You could have done um, Connor Hawk's fight. Like, you could have intertwined all those fights and them talking to the person they're fighting in this one issue. And this one issue could have all been round one. Instead yeah. of the way they fucking just blew their load in, like, two pages. And I'm just like, bro, like, you could have, like, actually developed these characters. And, like, I would have learned, I would have loved to learn more about Flatline or whatever the fuck her name is that rips yeah. people's hearts out. But they were like, oh, she did it again. It's like, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Robin was like, like, oh, is that your only move? Yeah. And then, you know, you had the uh, fucking Mortal Kombat Deadpool guy also fighting. And, like, could have learned more about him. But, like, you don't know any... Like, they don't develop these, like, other characters. And it's unfortunate. And, granted, it's doable. Because, remember, we just had a Suicide Squad with Tom Taylor where he brought on nothing but new characters, developed them, and killed some of them. Yeah. Like, you can do this. And I know Williamson, like, brought a lot of these people on so they could die. But you can still develop these characters. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, that was my biggest thing. I just don't like that they speed through a lot of these fights. You know what I mean? Um, because I think when you drag out some of the, I mean, I always go back to the, I think it's issue of Tom King's run. I think it's 56 because I think I want to say Nightwing gets shot on 55. Um, when he goes after fucking, uh, KG beast, it's just like 10 or 15 pages of fighting. If I'm not mistaken. And that yeah. was awesome. Like, and it's just great art, and they're just beating the shit out of each other, and like it's all the like grunting. Stuff. Yeah, and there's like not words or anything; they're just straight up fighting. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, too, Deathstroke's first appearance is multiple pages of him beating Batman's ass. Um, so, like, I think I don't know, man. I just wish they would focus more on stuff like that and stop rushing the fighting. Like, yeah, uh, you know, it's unfortunate. But then again, like the comic industry is worse than the manga industry because they don't. You know, if you're not doing good, they'll just replace you or they'll just cancel yeah. your book and be like, that's eh, over. Sorry. Or at least Mongo would be like, eh, you got the next whatever issues and you're done. So unless it's really bad. Um, but then again, you can also go off and try to get it supported yourself. So it is what it is. But I don't know. This was an OK issue. I just don't like the way it was rushed. And then at the end, fucking Robin steals the book. And like, it seems like everybody's also knows something shady is going on. So they're all trying to do this underlying thing. I wish they would have all had their own, like, I'm doing this for a reason, and I'm sorry, but I'm going to have to beat you guys. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, and, you know, the this, again, comes with the uh, kind of what I was saying with Titans. They write something in here just for something else to happen or just to move the story along, and there's not really, a like, the panel progression for this is really bad. You see Robin get bumped into what is her name uh, mother soul right yeah. and then uh he like the, what is what's his name uh fucking the the death kid uh, whatever is deathstroke death boy whatever oh, yeah. uh, uh i can't remember Scorpion what his name is. yeah yeah uh he he's fighting him he kicks robin into mother's soul and then the next thing you know he's running after robin he's like why did you do that and like next thing you know robin has the book mm -hmm. in his hand at the edge of this cliff he's like oh because i just needed to read this real quick hold on i was reading these i was studying these symbols for however long blah blah blah, blah. and i think i know what mother soul is up to and like that's when you see like the freaking uh 
chain dagger thing yeah. start to like wrap around or almost come near Robin at that point to end the issue. And it's just like, okay, but mother soul and her bodyguards were literally right in front of her. And the book was right in front of her. And like, there's no way that could have happened unless like there's some of this stuff I need to see yeah. because otherwise it doesn't make any sense. And that is why this book wasn't amazing. Mm -hmm. But I understand, Okay, if the idea that I had was true, this is this whole series ends at issue 12. Yeah. So we are what? This is issue six. We have six more issues. Yeah. We're halfway through. Uh, This is a monthly book. Uh and I think it may even be pushed to bi-weekly to make it even faster. So that way uh, Williamson can kind of play with Robin sooner mm-hmm. when he gets uh, in full control of Batman. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be interesting. Um, but yeah, I mean, now that you told me like what the theory is on how this is going to end, I'm kind of like, well, I already know where this is going, so I don't care. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he's going to win the <laughs> tournament and probably bring back Alfred, right? Like, yeah. And I'm just like, yeah, I don't know. I don't really, I'm not a big fan of that. Um, but it is what it is. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's Robin. You know, I think they could have, I just, because now, like, with that particular case, right, I know that Robin's going to win at the end of this book, right? Like, he's going to win, he's going to bring back Alfred. But had you started developing Connor and, like, Ravenger, like, if Ravenger was, like, I have to win this tournament to bring back my brother. Like if her brother's dead and like maybe Deathstroke killed him or something like that. She's like, I have to bring back my brother. Like I need to win this tournament. I'm not going to lose. And if fucking Deadpool guy was like, I'm trying to get back to my universe. I'm tired of being in DC. Like that's his way to fucking get out of there. His wish or whatever. Like if you would have built up certain characters and been like, yeah, we're fighting for reasons that we're not going to lose. And then you fucking get Damien to the finals and he loses. And he has to go through the pain like I was so close to bring back Alfred and I lost. And then he goes back to Batman and they have like a heart to heart. That's a way better story than him just fucking winning and bringing back Alfred. I mean, that technically could still happen. It could. But I'm just saying, like, if they're not developing other characters to where I find it believable right now, they're doing the Titans thing where they're kind of just like throwing shit out there. Yeah. And I wish that I would have been able to care for more of these characters. Like, I think they tried to talk a little bit of flatline in this book, or maybe it was the last book of like who she trained with, like Dr. Death or Death. You know, it's this one. Uh, So, so his name is Lord Death Man. But the way they were kind of talking about it, it sounded like, like, because Robin asks, why are you working with him? Uh But the sentence is, why are you working with Lord Death Man? And it kind of sounds like, why are you working with Lord Death, man? Yeah. Like, <laughs> with the, with the like what? Yeah. Yeah, it's some stupid names in comic books right now. Uh, but yeah, like, I would have wanted to learn a little bit more about that. You know what I mean? Uh, and granted, they tried to do it, but, like, you could have been building that up over these last few seasons. I didn't need Robin to leave the island to go fucking talk to Dick Grayson and all of them. Although I like that issue. Yes. But we didn't need it. You know what I mean? Granted, it was a, a great heart-to-heart. Solid issue. But it wasn't necessarily needed. You could have had him like develop all this kind of shit on the island. You know what I mean? Because this is his own journey. Like you only really made that great issue to be like, oh, he needs to do this own journey. When as a reader, I'm like, I already fucking know he's on his own journey. Like he left Batman. 
Like, you know, I didn't need a fucking reminder. Uh, so it is what it is. But let's jump over to Detective because we still need to cover World. And World is pretty crazy in itself. So yeah. what did you think about Detective? I There are some panels on here that were fucking amazing. Yes. Obviously. I will always, always, always praise Dan Mora on being uh, on a Batman book. Uh, I said it for years that it needs to happen. And finally it did. And it's great. Um, I, although I love Dan on this book, there was a part where like when they get into the bay and like they start to sink and then they get like rushed into like the freaking sewage system through the tunnels and stuff. The panel progression kind of lost me for a bit. Mm-hmm. And the ending, I'm not going to say that I saw it coming, but I'm not surprised because of the way we saw Viles end, yeah. you know? Yeah. But like this issue was really quick and I kind of wish that it was maybe a little bit longer yeah. because you have these people that are like somewhat of a cult, it seems like. And we haven't seen them at all. Except for this issue. Yeah, these the Red Crown people, right? Yes. That was really weird and out of nowhere. And I was just like, who the fuck are these dudes? And that's what I mean. I was like, is this like a new player in Gotham that you're wanting to like develop? If that's so, we needed more of them for their first appearance, you know? Yeah. Yeah, because I was so confused. So what ends up happening is... The mayor is uh, in trouble. Obviously, everybody's kind of up in arms about the magistrate. But he is arguing with Simon Saint about the magistrate. And Simon Saint's like, why won't he use the magistrate in the office? He's like, he's got his own people. And his own people turn out to be these crown people, obviously in disguise. He thinks they're GCPD. And they try to murder him. And uh, obviously, he has like a secret passageway in the mayor's office to get out of there. And they start, or no, I think he breaks through the window. I'm not too sure. But the magistrates all like gunfire. We got to go it's, over there. So it's they a start secret pass. It's a secret passageway that like leads to a room that he jumps out the window. Oh, okay. Like that's what it's supposed to be portraying. So yeah. But, so the magistrate and these crown people start fighting because they're the hidden GCPD. Narco's running away, and then uh, they're about to kill him, I guess, in the streets. And then Batman shows up with this badass double page spread and just smashes somebody's head into the ground. And I'm like, hell yeah. Which, to be honest, though, I think he already got away from Blue Batman, and it kind of annoys me. I- I'm thinking it's the coloring here, but it, it might be it yeah. might be the coloring. Uh, but it was a little bit more prominent in the last few issues. Yeah. This deals with a lot of reds. which I don't understand why the skies are red. Like that's always like a final crisis thing for me. And so when like whenever skies are red, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? But it's just the color scheme that he chose to, to deal with his issue. And it still looks great. I just, I I, I think you're right. I think he should have, because if he would have gone as blue as he did in the last few issues, his suit would look more purple than, gray and like dark like like a darker gray that it does with this like a purple hue so if the red reflecting off the i mean i don't know color theory i'm gonna go ahead and just give that to dan mora i'm pretty sure he knows that way better than i do so maybe just because of the red would make the purple look this way i don't understand but i did think it was just kind of like i was like oh man you got away from the blue like that kind of sucks 
Um, but maybe it'll look better in the next issues. Who knows? Um, so then there's like this crazy car chase because Batman, of course, the mayor's like, I'm not trying to work with you, Batman. I'm getting the fuck out of here. He's chasing the van, all this jazz. Um, Simon Sane is losing control, which is what it is. And then, yeah, you already said it. They kind of dive into the fucking sewer or whatever. Uh, he loses uh, the mayor in the sewer, which how deep are these fucking sewers, by the way? Well, like <laughs> the way they explain it is like even Batman is like, hey, I'm in a sub level that I've never been in before. Oh, did like, if, any, yeah. if anybody can hear me, like I'm looking for the mayor. Yeah, uh, probably reaching out to the other members of the Bat family, because at this point, this is a tie in to Fear State, which at this point, every single player uh, in the Bat family is like on guard. So yeah. it. It's a little forced to get to a point of like Nakano is like just by himself and he sees these things, but yeah. it's just like, eh, OK, and this yeah. was a really quick read, Super really bad. quick. But I think majority of the reason why is because they spent a lot of time on this backstory that I had didn't even read. Oh, I don't read uh, it either with the reporter. It's yeah. the reporter, Batman and uh, Jason Red Hood, the newer Red Hood that doesn't use guns. Yeah. Yeah. The thing is, I would care about those stories if it was the same artist and same writer. Is it is it uh, what's her name writing that, those um what? no this story is being written by let me actually see it'll say it at the very end of this which is weird because she wrote the huntress short right that started it, this whole thing but yeah she's not writing it's uh matthew rosenberg uh, so a uh, fellow friend of mine on tick uh i was about to say tiktok on twitter um this is leading up to it actually shows it at the very last page it's leading up to Jason being a part of Task Force Z. Oh, yeah. yeah and yeah. is going to have him. Oh, shit. It's Man Bat. Oh, is he back? He died. Yeah, but they're all zombies. Oh, that's the yeah. whole point. That's the whole like point of the Z. And it's not Task Force X. Yeah. It's Task Force Z. And what all of Task these. Why? Uh, all of these all of these characters are actually dead and they're zombies which would kind of ruin our theory of bane being in the joker book because it shows right here that bane is a zombie uh and he's going to be a part of that task force well Tynan kind of does whatever he wants so yeah it might not oh it's in the back of the book so it doesn't matter um it is what it is uh but yeah no i thought detective was solid it was a very quick read um but yeah i mean i'm i'm not excited for fear state you know what i mean uh i just don't really care about scarecrow's story i don't care about any of that shit and there's so many players right now you have this crown gang you have simon saint you have fucking um the i mean simon saint is the magistrate but then you have the scarecrow and then there's like all these other just random ass players and then in future state you have whoever the fuck the Ark of night shit's doing stuff with and then you have that other guy that looks like fucking rambo or a viking rambo or whatever who has his own crew and it's just like so many fucking players man like yeah it's so hard to keep up with this shit so it is what it is but let's move on to the book that gave me a panic attack which is <laughs> batman war the world ladies and gentlemen so we've been pushing this off for a while 
I think it was last week's podcast. We went way longer than I was expecting us to go. So I was like, let's just push this to next week. And uh, then I had a crazy ass week. And now we're finally recovering Batman the World. So we'll talk about our favorite stories and just do some honorable mentions because I think you guys should just go buy this book. Um, I enjoyed a lot of it. I think it's worth the price that you pay for it. The art is gorgeous. And it's just a bunch of different Batman stories in different worlds. Or not different worlds, but different parts of the world, which I think is pretty awesome. But I will start off by saying the first book is the classic team of Azarello and Libermehu. If you guys want to know what that team is, it is the team that did the Joker. Batman, not Batman Noel, but Lieber Mayhew worked on that one. Yeah. Um, but it was, what else did they do? They did Joker, then they did uh, the Dark Knight. Or was it, no, well, fuck, the Black Label one. Fucking yeah. damn. Yeah, um, Batman so yeah, damn. This is the, the classic team that destroyed Black Label or their work. Uh, made the fucking executives at DC go up in arms and destroy their whole, like, we're going to do mature books. Fuck, no, you're not. Uh, you get fucking see a little dick and they get scared. So, um, yeah, <laughs> this is the team that, that destroyed Black Label. But they're an amazing team. They just, you know, their executives are soft. I will um, say this is probably the best way to open this book. Um, yeah. it So the the story itself is basically a poem of like it's it's inner dialogue of bruce uh talking about what gotham is Mm -hmm. and it is accompanied by amazing freaking two page splash pages uh of freaking all of the villains that he's faced uh i think my favorite which like I didn't think it was going to be because I always think that they are overused with this team very much mm-hmm. uh, is the Harley Quinn Joker in Batman. Yeah. Um, it's just a great page. It's a great splash page. Yeah, because it has classic Harley in her black and red wearing Converse as her shoes, which I thought yeah. was really cool. And she's wearing a she's wearing the Jester hat with a gas mask, gas mask. On and a bat. Yeah. And it looks so good. I know Sideshow loves Lieber Mayhu to and loves making their stuff. If they want to take that Harley Quinn and make it a statue, that would be amazing. Because like, even, it's awesome. Even there's like on that page it says, uh, I'm waiting for you. There at, uh, there are alleys, dark, I'm darkness, I'm right behind you. Uh no, I'm above you. Uh but like at the very end, he says, uh, your world is my city. And if you harm her, I will hurt you. And it just like shows Batman like kind of grinning. And I'm like, we always think it's weird when Batman smiles. This is like a menacing like, hey, I'm about to fuck you up type of grimace. Yeah. Uh, so it's very, very enjoyable. I really dig the the opening of this book. Uh now, the way I took this reading order, because I knew that, okay, if I buy it on this day, I have this much time for us to record. Mm-hmm. I wrote, I read them in four groups, or well, I read four stories each time I read it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I read the first four, then the next four, then the next four, and then the last two. I will say this as an overall for this book. It is not a horrible book. 
Mm-hmm. I will say there are some stories where the language barrier does show itself in the writing in the dialogue, uh, which is not too harsh to be completely honest. It's just probably something that they're not entirely used to, uh, as far as script writing and everything else. Uh, with that being said, I think one of my favorites that I did not expect to be one of my favorites was the Germany story with the Joker. Oh, where he's like making a new like disciple, essentially. Yeah. yeah. So that was surprisingly good. It's there's like these two like what would you call them? They Go turn in they well they turn into eco terrorists. I guess. Well, I guess you could say that they're eco terrorists. Yeah, um, they weren't killing anybody, but they were destroying shit. Yeah. So. And then one of them is just like, yeah, no, I'm not down for this. And the girl was all like, okay, yeah, I can probably, I'm picking up where you're putting down Joker. Like Batman goes in there, stops Joker, but like he leaves her with the button to set off the bomb that's attached to this politician. And at the very end, she's just like, yeah, go fuck yourself. And she like pressed the button. I was like, oh, fuck. Like she has blood around her mouth. So it looks like she's the Joker. Yeah. She looks like she's smiling. Yeah. Yeah, it was cool because there was they had a fantastic fucking line in here in this book. And it shows you what people think of America. And Batman essentially is saying, like, why are you here, Joker? And he is like, because I'm not needed in America. They have their own clown or something like that. And I was just like, fuck, which is a reference to Trump for those of you guys that don't know. Um, and I was just like, holy fuck, where, what was the exact quote though? Um, let's see, I'm trying to figure it out, but yeah, he essentially makes that joke. Like I'm not needed here or I'm not needed in America when Batman shows up. I'm trying to find the exact quote, but, um, because I thought it was, it was, it says here at home. Come on, Batman. I'm not needed there. A mad clown has already taken a dump on the desk of the Oval Office and people still love him. Yeah, dude, that was such a fucking powerful line. I was like, fuck. Um, yeah, dude, because, like, you know, I think a lot of people in America just kind of forget that, you know, we we live here, but the rest of the world sees what we're doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not like we're fucking in a bubble. And so it's interesting to see other creators take an American property and kind of shit on America in the book. Like, you know, I thought that was kind of cool. Um, but the, yeah, that story was surprisingly good. Uh, the sucker in me liked the second story, you know, of uh, oh, the Catwoman cat story into Paris. Like, it's a love story. It's a city of love. Okay, whatever. Um, but it was essentially Catwoman breaking into a museum. Batman's there, and he's essentially trying to stop her. And she's like, I could steal this, but that's not the real one. And he's like, wait, what? <laughs> but like the, the main reason why he's like, no, you don't understand. There's yeah. somebody here that will be mad at both of us if you steal that. Yeah. And like it ends up being Wonder Woman. Yeah, I actually kind of laughed at that. Like it, it plays off as like not like a t- stereotypical like 
like dark story mm-hmm. it's kind of a silly story to be yeah. completely honest mm-hmm. so i i i dug it it, it was it was pretty funny yeah and the, what she was ending up trying to steal was she wasn't trying to steal anything from the museum she was trying to steal the lasso of truth which she does because wonder woman's like i'm done with this and she like i think tries to whip her whip them and she, or she steals it from wonder woman and she wraps batman around it and they don't tell you what he says but you can essentially say like it's I love you forever or whatever. Cause he says forever. And uh, she's like, that's all I needed to hear or whatever. And Wonder Woman's like, ah. and then Batman's all like, Oh, do you have any suggestions on where we should go? She's like, how about you don't be cheap for once or some shit. I was like, damn. And then it just shows Catwoman and, or it shows Selena and Bruce taking a walk through Paris at the end. Yeah. So like, you know, the fucking love, sappy person in me is like, Oh, that was great. Um, but the Libra Mayhu story was the story after I read it, I just got a jolt of like anxiety in my body and had a mini panic attack after reading it. I don't know why. Like I was like, damn, this is a good story. And the next one, I love the, the, cause all of these things that separate the books are like these, uh, splash pages or like covers for the next story. And I was like, oh, it was this cool, like Batman just against the wall, like very classic Batman. Uh, photo and I was like oh that looks kind of cool and then like I got this jolt of just like oh I'm about to have a panic attack let me put this book down and run to my bed uh so yeah it was fucking crazy so I didn't finish this book for a while but uh yeah so that was pretty cool uh I don't what would you think you want to know the most like inventive story in here that I enjoyed I didn't think it was the best story but I did think it was very inventive or innovative kind of was the like Batman through the eras story which was uh let's see who wrote it the the one about the artist the yeah the pin yeah like where he heard stories of batman throughout his whole childhood and and like his friends were like oh this isn't real this is just like something that we can kind of just like play play pretend whatever and then like he sees him on tv he's like oh shit this guy's real like and then eventually he gets older he becomes an artist and he starts to draw these things that like aren't necessarily batman related or whatever it was the russian story which i wasn't expecting yeah and then he gets invited to gotham yeah for like an art show he goes crazy thing here's the crazy thing about this so the artist got invited to gotham because he's a political artist Uh and russia kills political artists if i'm not mistaken like if they're not in favor of putin putin kills people all the time well yeah but like i didn't know that that they i didn't know that they killed political artists though pretty sure they kill people that don't favor Putin. Fuck. And I'm just saying, Putin, uh, you know, we're just a podcast here, you know, just saying. Uh, but it's what we hear. Uh, maybe it's <laughs> fake news. Maybe it's fake news. We don't know. Uh, but, uh, anyways. Uh, but yeah, I'm pretty sure there's some craziness like that. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. This is, uh, it was, anyways. Yeah, so he gets invited to Gotham, and it turns out that he ends up meeting Batman for real because somebody's trying to break into the museum and steal something. And then it ends, which I thought was a really nice way to end, where he was like, maybe I should do this for my my granddaughter. And he buys her a Wonder Woman pin. No, no, he buys her a Batman pin. And... Oh, oh yeah, he does. And she already has a Wonder Woman pin. And she has a Wonder Woman pin, and she's drawing Wonder Woman. Yeah, so that was kind of cool. Yeah. But the one thing that I was just like, ah, fuck. Um, Right before uh, you see her... 
uh, right before he even goes to the museum or yeah to show off his art he's like basically watching tv and hearing all of these crazy stories about batman yeah it shows nightfall then it shows uh death metal and then it shows or it shows metal and then it shows death metal yeah on the tv and i'm just like oh fuck please don't have any references to this story like anywhere else in this book um but I really enjoyed the story a lot. Um, I was really surprised they went with the whole Wonder Woman thing and not like a Batgirl thing at the very end. But I was like, yeah. ah, OK, I, I get it's it. A big you know? three. I mean, it yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm trying to find it right now. But what was your you said your favorite story, which was which one? I OK, so I would honestly have to say it's a tie between two of them. Ooh, OK. My first would be the Mexico story. I was I was kind of surprised that it was actually pretty good. Um, it's it's like majority Bruce Wayne. That's how it starts off as he's like like they're trying to do like this whole party thing. They're stuck in traffic and he sees this woman. He's like, hey, wait, she looked like she was in trouble. What's going on? And they're like, oh, well, you know, are you sure you saw what you saw? You know, there's this urban legend of like this woman that shows herself to people. And she is basically (laughs) basically is, is what they are explaining. And I love the art style for the Mexico story, the way they show Batman the very first time he is like, it's very like his, his, his cape is very like pointy and it's like spread out and stuff. I absolutely loved it. I was like, Oh shit, this looks fucking awesome. Um, and it had like a lot of neon lights. It wasn't like flat. It was very like bright. And Basically, Bruce saves this ghost. He goes to like the area where this ghost is leading him and he's like, oh, shit, this is your this is your body. Like Mm -hmm. you you died like in a very horrible way. And he basically puts her to rest and she's like, thank you. And I know that you will be able to save like many others in in the future, basically just saying like, hey, you are a hero. Um, I really love that story. The my second favorite would be oh shit, I just exited out of it. Um, the I actually have it as my fucking background. The the pinup mm-hmm. of the of the book was the one oh, from yeah, China. Yeah. Is now I did not love Batman Ninja, mm-hmm. but the art style of the story is yeah it is from china you see the pinup right before is this little girl in the color scheme of robin red yellow and green uh her little buns make it look like she's freaking mickey mouse uh but she is like a very big fan of batman and robin and all of this other stuff and there's these gangs i don't know if they specify yakuza or not uh but she is basically saying like Hey, these people are threatening my family's restaurant and, you know, they're going to hurt us. And she comes out like the next night or whatever, dressed as Robin 
and fucking samurai batman comes out of fucking nowhere and just starts beating the shit out of everybody and she is like helping but not helping she's not really fighting but she is like still helping people like evacuate the restaurant and protecting her grandfather and everything i just really really enjoyed that story it was really really fun um I will be honest, I didn't really dig the Japanese story. It was, I didn't think that was good either. It was but okay. I, I get what they were going for. Yeah. But it didn't hit the mark exactly, you know? Yeah. It was essentially a story about an artist that was writing about Batman, and it was making the police look bad, so they were trying to silence him. And I I love the meaning behind it. But yeah, I agree. It didn't really hit the mark the way it, it was supposed to. And Batman's all like, hey, I don't want you to die over me. You should stop fucking doing this. And he was all uh, because like, I'm not a hero or whatever. And then and the guy was like, he tells him not to jump in this like crazy river or whatever, because you'll die. And the guy ends up jumping in. And he's like, no, he was all like, if you can give up your life to protect me, I could keep writing about Batman so people know the truth or whatever. He was like, and I have to do this. He was like, because you are a hero or something like that, essentially. And he crosses the river and he's all like, oh, thanks, blah, blah, blah. And it was, that was it, that kind of message. And, you know, because there are people out there in the world that do essentially risk their lives to talk about injustices in the world. Like, if Batman is doing better than the police, like, you should call that out. You know what I mean? But then, of course, the police are like, they're making us look bad. How about we go knock on their door and threaten them? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, I totally get that. And as much as we like to, you know, promote fucking manga and all that shit and anime, Japan has its issues just like America has its issues. You know what I mean? Um, they're very prejudiced over there is what I hear a lot about. They don't like foreigners um, and stuff like that. So, you know, they have their issues. Um, but, yeah, it just didn't really hit the mark with me. I will say that I... It's kind of a cop-out, but I do enjoy the first two stories the most in here, I think. But I enjoyed the book overall. Like, I enjoyed a majority of the stories. The one story that I hated, though, or not hated, but didn't need, and I just want to forget, is the turkey story. Because it fucking introduced the Court of Eagles. And I was like, I thought you were going to like that story, actually. No, I hated it because I hate knockoffs of good things like the idea of like the Court of Owls. That's awesome. If you want to say the Court of Owls were also in Turkey, that's fine. But now we're going to have a bunch of Court of Birds. I don't really like that. Okay. I'm just not a I, I can I, I can I can see but see I see the cheesiness of it that makes it very like eh, do we really need that so I understand. Yeah. So you know? I like the story of him trying to find everything like him being a detective and all it of that. It was very it was that very was, much detective Batman which I yeah. enjoyed. So I enjoyed that part of it but it being revealed that like oh it's the Court of Eagles. I'm like, "Oh, it doesn't even sound good." Like, you know what I mean? Like, the Court of Owls sounds awesome. Yeah. The Court of Eagles? Maybe it's because I'm a Cowboys fan and the Eagles can go fuck themselves. <laughs> but, like, I just don't... And I don't think their suits looked as cool as the Court of Owls. No. Like, the suits look... For the Owls look way better. And it the looked Court like they Owls, had some sort of, like, superpowers also, which was a little weird. Yeah, I just... I, it was weird, man. I just wasn't a big fan of it. Um, 
But I don't know. And the reason why, right? Do eagles kill bats? Because if I'm not mistaken, owls like eat bats or some shit, don't they? Like, aren't they yeah. a predator? So like yeah. that just makes sense. But I don't know about eagles. I don't know if eagles do the same thing. And like, I don't know, man. I just think the court of owls have a great design. They had a, they were fucking. Their story was told so well in the books. And then you're gonna introduce the court of eagles in this random ass world book, like. I get it, but I don't know. I, I just Again, these aren't necessarily stories that need to be set in canon. And yeah. like, well, according to that is, guy, everything's canon that you talk to, right? Remember? I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's just but, like for the fact that like this is this is just like a story that they wrote, and yeah. you could just leave it the way it is, or unless freaking Williamson, because he's having a road trip type of first story and it deals with batman incorporated if freaking the court of eagles you know show up there then i guess oh shit it's canon you know yeah yeah because then what else do you go through the court of ravens and the court of fucking blue jays like what the what the fuck is like next you know what i mean because didn't they say there's like four courts or some shit in the book Uh, so like that means there's more than just the owls and eagles Oh shit, the Pope is uh, working with the Cardinal and that's a bird. Oh, maybe. (laughs) Uh, The Court of Dragons. Even the Court of Dragons actually sounds kind of cool, I'm not going to lie. But like fucking at least that you can spin off as like a fucking China version or something like that. You know what I mean? But the Court of Eagles just sounds dumb. Like here's what needs to happen. This is what, like if I do become like, and, and I do actually already do this now when I write stuff. I, I mean, Clay knows he's written some of my work. I give my stuff to people and I'm like, yo, give me your honest opinion. Like if something was stupid or if it doesn't say like, it doesn't sound right or whatever, let me know. And I, I want to hear people's feedback. And I think writers need to do this more and be like, does this sound corny? Does this sound bad? Like court of Eagles. And you can explain it. Like, this is what the case is. And maybe some people are like, Meh. but if something doesn't roll off the tongue, if it doesn't sound good, like fucking dr lord man or what the fuck was his name death lord death lord man like come on, come on. Like, <laughs> what the fuck is that um i just don't think that sounds great you know what i mean um yeah and i i don't like the way it was introduced and all that jazz the detective aspect of it was cool wasn't a big fan of that but for the most part if you wanted to make batman world a yearly thing i'd be cool with it i wouldn't mind I stories it. from different parts of the world every year you yeah, know, one American story, one anything you know, go to different uh, different countries and shit like that. Um, you know what? I, I don't know how you would do this because I don't know if people technically live there, but uh, I would love to see a story from Antarctica, and it's like Mister Freeze or something. I don't know if people live there. I know scientists study and shit there, so I guess they live there for that point. But I wonder if there's a mm-hmm. writer, or I don't know if Antarctica has points where you can actually live on, or if it's just all fucking cold. Well, um, I keep seeing this person from TikTok in Antarctica. She's like at a she's at like a post or whatever. And yeah, and she talks about how she can freeze if she doesn't hurry up and get in like a house or some shit, right? Like a meeting. yeah. She she was like, I think the commenter was like, "Hey, so can you walk out there with like a jacket or anything?" And I think she all she had was like a tank top and like mm-hmm. jeans and a boots. She's like, "Yeah, I could be out here. It's just super cold." She's like, "If I stay out there for longer than blah blah blah, then you know I can get frostbite, and then that can be dangerous yeah. or whatever." Oh, did you see that video of the guy with the frostbite on his hands? Because I know no. we have almost identical timelines. 
So there was this video because I follow like those doctors that do like I, I do like like a lot of doctor like medical stuff just because I'm like, oh, that's interesting knowledge or interesting information. There was this video of this guy, dude, I thought he had like prosthetic or clay on his like fingers, but three or four of his fingers were all black and they were just straight and he hits it on a wall. He's like clink, clink, clink. And you can see the grooves, like the way your fingers bend and stuff, they're all black. And somebody is like, a doctor comes up and he's like, oh, this is so-and-so frostbite. And if you don't get it taken care of in a certain amount of time, the way we fix this is by amputating your fingers. And like he says, it's it's usually found on climbers. He was like, this. it's like this guy, he's a climber. And he had just, his fingers were all frostbitten, dude. They were all black. So essentially yeah. they were going to get cut off. Like they need to get cut off. And I don't know if you can live with frostbite and it's just dead. But like, dude, they were just like solid chunks. Like clank, clank, clank. Like, was, <laughs> uh, yeah, I was just like, oh, fuck. Um, but that shit's crazy. But for the most part, I recommend Batman World, especially if you are interested in just, you know, reading different stuff. But it's got beautiful art in a lot of these stories. I actually love the cover as well. And I think it's just something cool to have in your collection if you are a Batman fan. So, Yeah, and I totally agree. I think this can be a yearly thing. Um, I could very much see if this is a success. I can see... You know, Wonder Woman doing the same thing. I could see Superman doing the same thing. Um, as far as other heroes, I don't necessarily think so. Mm-hmm. But I could definitely see the the Trinity getting these types of books. Superman's would be good, but do you feel like everybody would go for the same type of story with Superman? Him saving their, like, you know, third world country, all that kind of shit. Do you think we'd get grounded good Superman stories? I don't know. Like, I feel like there would be I feel one like or two, space, like which would def- would defeat the purpose of world. Yeah, but I do think people would do a Clark Kent story. I think people would um, att- attempt to do Clark Kent stuff with it. Um, but I don't. I don't know. I I think that you have your your very like enriched like pop culture type countries. Yeah. So I feel like. I feel like either China or Japan, uh, America and uh, Europe would probably have like a good standing of like, hey, we kind of know what Superman does on like the monthly. Let's try to veer away from that type of thing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I would be interested to see two different stories I would love to see. I would love to see a perspective of a journalist that covers Superman. But, like, is reading articles from America. Kind of like the way we saw it in that Batman story where he was oh, an yeah, artist. Yeah. I would love to see that kind of perspective, too. Because, like, Superman saves people from all around the world. And maybe the perspective is Superman never saves his place. You know what I mean? Yeah. That would be interesting. And then um, also, just, and they should do this in India, a Bollywood Superman movie. And they're just like fucking doing a <laughs> random ass Superman movie. And then Superman shows up at some point because there's like real danger. You wouldn't even need special effects. He would be the one that's like f- making people fly yeah, and shit. But I would love a Bollywood <laughs> Superman story. Like that would be because Bollywood is so fucking insane. Um, it's just insane. But yeah, I think I would love to see Wonder Woman too. I think that'd be great. But yeah, I don't think any other characters deserve the world treatment. Um, just stick it with the Trinity. 
So yeah. I think that kind of cool. But yeah, for the most part, that is it, ladies and gentlemen. That is all the comics we have for this week. Not a lot of news. We still managed to give you a two-hour fucking show. But uh, Clay, what do you got going on this week, man? Yeah, so of course you can always find me at Fanboy Clay on Twitter. Um, this week, um, I think right after this, I'm actually going to watch the uh, newest episode of Doom Patrol. Going to be reviewing that on DC Alliance. Um, if you haven't, go ahead and check out Star Wars Alliance. We went ahead and went through every single episode of Star Wars Visions, talking about uh, our favorites. We rank them from best to worst in our opinions. Um, Going to have a lot of news over at Star Wars Alliance this week. Uh, looks like 2022 is the year of Star Wars. It looks like we may have a majority of new Star Wars content for the entire year. Um, which is crazy to think about. Um, so there's Obi-Wan, that. Mandalorian, all that jazz. Yeah, you you, you have uh, the Bad Batch, you have the Mandalorian, you have Obi-Wan, you have, oh shoot, uh, you have Boba Fett coming out at the very end of the year, going into the new year. Um, what else? Uh, what are we in the Johnson movies? Uh, I think that right now they may just be holding off. Uh, I, I personally still think they might be happening, but I think that they're kind of waiting for like the new trilogy to kind of like die down and get all this like in continuity Elseworld stories yeah. of like in between the trilogies and then start, you know, ramping up their, their movie stuff, which I think starts in 2023. Yeah, I I give it 10 years and then we start hearing about them bringing back the new trilogy characters into a new story. Oh, no, I think I think that's 2024, if not 2023. You think it's going to be that early? Because I think uh, John Boyega is going to be getting a series. Really? Yeah, there's there's been talks. I have not seen Ridley do jack shit since Star Wars. So I think I know she was the proponent of like, I'm done after these three. But I think if she doesn't get work in the next few years and they're like, hey, look at this big contract that we got. Do you want to come do some more Star Wars? Mm -hmm. Uh, I think she'll take it up. Uh, Although fucking uh, Mr. Poe Dameron is doing pretty well for himself. So, oh yeah, like Dune is apparently like making a shit ton of money overseas already. Oh, um, right. Yeah, uh, but Knight, what is he? Moon Knight? He's gonna be fucking Solid Snake in Metal Gear Solid. Like mm-hmm. he's probably having the best career out of all of them. Look, oh yeah. Those. Well, like uh, even even Daisy uh, Daisy Ridley, she tried to make him. She made a movie with Tom Holland and one of the Jonas Brothers, mm-hmm. and it apparently sucked like it was horrible She's a good actress though which is unfortunate yeah it was just apparently like just the whole concept was really really stupid like yeah. i can't remember the title of the movie but like the whole premise was like every male like guy their thoughts were literally projected over their head um oh. so they couldn't have any the death like, or what? I, I don't know but they they couldn't have any like thoughts to themselves so mm-hmm. anything that they thought that they thought of would immediately show up like as a screen mm-hmm. above their head uh in some sort of capacity so like mm-hmm. you, you you didn't really have any like internal character development because mm-hmm. it was everything was literally on display and it was very like cookie cutter because of it apparently so it just sounds stupid 
Yeah, it, it from that's from, like an anime episode. <laughs> from what my co-host from Star Wars Alliance said, she she hated it. She gave it like point two stars. <laughs> yeah, uh, but after that, uh, don't really think I have much after that. So Star Wars Alliance, DC Alliance, and uh, yeah, that's basically it. Nice, nice. Uh, of course, you can follow me on the normal things on YouTube. Freaking got two channels there. If you're listening to this on YouTube, uh, make sure to hit that subscribe button. But also go check out my other channels. I've been posting stuff on the Reaction Channel. I got finally some new content that's going to be rolling out this week that's more commentary-based on the Reaction Channel. On top of some other stuff I'm going to record later today, I was going to have a lot of gaming content this coming week, but my PlayStation got fried by the fucking lightning. So now I'm going to have to record new shit because I actually bought that game Deathloop. And I was having a blast playing it, and then now I can't play it anymore. So that content won't be out for a really long time, if at ever. So we shall see. But um, for the most part, yeah, follow me on the normal spots. But that is going to be it for this this episode, ladies and gentlemen. Sorry that it was late. It's been a crazy week, but it is here for you this weekend. As always, he is Fanboy Clay. I am Juice Wayne. And remember, Batman is awesome. <laughs> Batman!